a loyal subject. As we enter 2013, we can but look back at the events of 2012. One can only draw satisfaction from those men and women of our Olympic and Paralympic teams and their achievements. Mention must be made of my Diamond Jubilee and my service to the nation for 60 years. However, all of this, including my husband's recent bladder problems, pale into insignificance when compared to this, the 150th podcast of staggering stories and those worthy men and women behind them. May God bless them and all who sail in them. Let's rock! Welcome, welcome, dear listeners, to this, the 150th Staggering Stories Podcast. I am happy. No, he's real Keith. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm Crumbly. I'm Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Gene, why are you just Keith? Because fake, no, fake Keith, Keith isn't here, mm-hmm. so I'm no. just Keith. Yeah, she died. As No! <laughs> <laughs> please, stop saying <laughs> my <laughs> wife! Please! <laughs> it was tragic. <laughs> and messy. Yeah. I nearly got snowed out rather than should, snowed yeah. in. <laughs> almost, almost. Snowed out? As in I didn't get here, I was oh, yeah, snowed yeah, out or cruelly. Yeah. <laughs> snowed into wherever, but yeah. Anyway, without further ado, mangling and twisting the news of science fiction for the 150th time, it's the news with El Presidente. Yay! Can I ask a question? Aren't they bored of this by now? Uh, apparently not. <laughs> what news? Oh dear, oh It's well, different I every time. I suppose we'd better get on with it. Finishes the five doctors. <laughs> it's not just New Who's Moffat and Co who are working. <laughs> God, I don't know about this. <laughs> <laughs> Tongue twister. Oh. Seashell, she shell, on the she shell. yeah. And Co who are working on a Doctor Who 50th anniversary special. So is Audio Manga Big Finish. Yeah. Their 100-minute story will feature not one, not two, (gasps) not three, and not even four Doctors, but all five of the original series survivors. (laughs) 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 Making the proper five Doctors, i.e. not three Doctors a lookalike and a waxwork. (laughs) (laughs) Which one was the waxwork? (laughs) Entitled The Light at the End... The Nick Briggs penned and directed special will, of course, feature Tom Baker, Peter Davison, Colin Baker, Sylvester McCloy and Paul McGann, along for those of you who didn't know who the five dogs were. <laughs> yeah. um, along with Louise Jameson's Leela, 
Sarah Sutton's Nissa, Nicola Bryant's Perry, Sophie Aldridge's Ace, and India Fisher's Charlie. Is it Charlie? Charlie. 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 Charlotte Pollard or Charlie. Mm-hmm. Okay, because she's not from the TV series. So yes. <laughs> also returning is Jeffrey Beavers as the spoilers villainous master. Yeah. <laughs> Decayed. Yeah, smelly. Briggs said... We wanted to do a proper fully-fledged multi-Doctor story for this very special occasion, and it's wonderful that all the surviving Doctors threw themselves behind the project so enthusiastically. That's not to say the first three Doctors don't appear. We wanted to pay homage to the first whole history of the classic series. That actually sounds a lot like how Nick Briggs talks, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) There will will be a two-disc set and a bumper five-disc version with two hours of documentaries and a Willie Russell companion chronicle called The Reverence. Mm. Why do I have a feeling this is the first of many, many things for us to buy this year? Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, This year is where we're going to be very, very poor. This year... In November. Yes. This year, we're going to be poor, but we can be proud to be (laughs) two fans in the open, if for just one year. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it sounds good. And apparently they're not going to disappear in their own segments. They will be together. Unlike... Sirens of Time and yeah. Five Doctors. Do we know if, if they recorded their scenes separately and are being blended or did they actually manage to get them into being a... Being blended. One <laughs> <laughs> yeah. blend. arms and legs, legs. and eyes yeah. and heads. <laughs> I don't know. I'd hope they got them together, but... Uh, yeah. Because, I, I mean, like, this is recorded been... in four or five different living rooms and then oh, just yeah, edited yeah, yeah, together yeah. really classily. Yeah, it's nice when you actually get a chance to bounce off each other from mm. that rare occasion. Particularly Tom, you can bounce off him quite a lot. Next. ABC interested in the shelf Star Wars TV series Disney owned US TV network ABC is in talks with Lucasfilm now another Disney subsidiary on how they might capitalise on the Star Wars franchise make lots of lovely lovely Mm. Luca yeah ABC are currently working on bringing Joss Whedon's Marvel TV series Shield to the small screen Marvel of course also being owned by Disney and why not keep it in the family? Mm-hmm. It's a little bit incestuous, if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> the Disney doesn't actually own then at the moment. Dog 2, at the moment. At the moment. <laughs> at the moment. ABC's entertainment president, no, not a funky Obama, okay. Paul Lee told Entertainment Weekly, We'd love to do something with Lucasfilm. We're not sure what yet. We haven't even sat down with them. We're going to look at the live-action series. We're going to look at all of them and see what's right we weren't able to discuss this with them until the acquisition closed, and just it just closed. It's definitely going to be part of the conversation. Why does he sound like he's about to break out into a Barry White song? <laughs> <laughs> gonna make love to you, you, baby. One day one of these people is going to hear one of these and write an outraged email. Why? Because it's, well, there's a Barry White, Barry White sound-alike on there. <laughs> so we'll see, but it's meant to be really expensive. They were looking at about $5 yeah. million dollars an episode. That's <gasps> Well, I mean, this was because, because again, Lucas was making it, so we yeah. don't actually go and go for landscapes. We'll uh, CGI'd everything, CGI yeah. the people in there, have one person stand in the middle of a box, pretending to be in the middle of the sea I, somewhere. I was going to yeah. say, isn't that more than the original film cost yeah. to make? Yeah, but there again, yeah. for Disney, I mean, that's pocket change, that is. Yeah. yeah. But now they don't need to make profit off each other so much. Maybe mm-hmm. they can make it work. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> U.S. government refuses to build a Death Star. 
The White House has refused to petition for the US to build a Death Star. In a wonderfully tongue-in-cheek statement, Paul Shawcross, Chief of Science and Space Branch of the Office for Management and Budget, said... <laughs> the administration shares your desire for job creation and a strong national defense, but a Death Star isn't on the horizon. And he cited the following reasons. The construction of the Death Star has been estimated to cost more than $850 quadrillion. We're working hard to reduce the deficit but not expand it. The administration does not support blowing up planets. That's what I like. <laughs> Why would we spend countless taxpayer dollars on a Death Star with a fundamental flaw that can be exploited by a one-man starship? Remember, the Death Star's power is destroy a planet, or even a whole star system, is insignificant next to the power of the Force. Mm-hmm. Shame. Could save Disney a fortune on building those future sets. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. I, I do like the fact that someone in American administration has a very sharp sense of humour. Yeah. Well, apparently it's slightly geeky. Yeah. I was going to see us local government employees all over the world, deep down inside, yeah. we have a sense of humour. sense of humour. They have to respond. They have so many, yeah. so many votes, they have yeah, to respond. They, a bit so, like, so the, uh, petition. like the number 10 website. Yeah. 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 They have to give an official response, but obviously they uh, yeah. have fun with it. Shatner calling Major Tom <laughs> Space Cadet William the Shat Shatner has been on the blower, well, the Twitter, to the orbiting Canadian astronaut Commander Chris Haddifield. The slightly clueless ex-Kirk tweeted at Commander Hadfield, Are you tweeting me from space? MBB. Mm. To which the real-life high-flying hero brilliantly responded from the International Space Station at William Shatner, Yes, Standard orbit, Captain. We are detecting life signs on the planet's surface. <laughs> mm, that's very uh, appropriate. Though. Apparently, there was a... It's not on there, but there was a follow-up tweet that... Oh, really? Uh, George Takai oh, and oh Will Wheaton oh, got yes, on as well. Kelly. So, yeah, yeah. What does MBB stand for? Excuse my tweeting. My moment. best bill, I believe. Oh, right. Yeah, that was really good, isn't it? Yeah. It's a deep space... Can't even get away from it up there. Mm, uh, not yeah. deep space. Well, yeah. The shallow end. This, the shallow end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, who's more famous, though? It seems that's, a bit wrong, mm, isn't it? That's it, yeah. Who's yeah. yeah. more famous, mm-hmm. but there we go. Mind you, just imagine the shack getting into space at his age. I mean... <laughs> Imagine the fuel they need. <laughs> well, yeah, trying try to get out of the gravity well of Earth. You know, yeah. All that mass on board. Yeah. How, how much per kilogram is it to get something into orbit? Yeah. Oh, I've got no uh, idea. A lot. Yes. <laughs> anyway, any addendums? Yes. I oh, have, yeah. I have an addendum. What is your addendum? I have a rather perturbing addendum. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, you're perturbed. Mm. You, you've seen this bit. Yeah, it's really young. Oh, mm. Yes, it's very, it's very worrying, this is. <laughs> I thought we had the holes in his trousers repaired since then. <laughs> yeah, but he rotted away. Ah. Mm. That's how bad it is. Mm, you know what is your addendum? As regular listeners to this fair podcast of ours and to the uh, website in the whole world, know I'm very fond of my rock music. He is. He, he is, is indeed. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. And um, when I found out that the uh, German rock guitarist Michael Schenger had released the new studio album, so I thought... Oh, I'll have some of that. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I went online to uh, check out the price, what the track listing was. Mm-hmm. The first track on the album has a spoken word intro. <laughs> oh, really? With, yes, lots of I... dramatic music in the background. <laughs> I think I can see what's And the intro coming, yeah. is spoken by a rather 
rotund Canadian actor. Mm. Let's just say, after seeking Major Tom, most of my golden idols have been seriously tarnished. <laughs> and, Soiled. Mm, <laughs> Soiled, yes. By the shat. <laughs> so, whether I'll go out and buy this, I mean, I actually played a, a preview of the uh, yeah. of the intro track off of uh, Amazon the other night, and yeah. um, even though the shat's voice has been considerably overdubbed and electronically enhanced, I mean, you can still <laughs> tell from a light year away it's him. So. Got rid of. Yeah. Mm. He's a star. Oh. Yes, but when did he have aspirations to be a rock guitarist? <laughs> when his acting career turned up, mm, um, yeah. killed over. Yeah, him. about 1961. Yeah. I was going to say, he's always loved to do his... Li- I think a long time ago he learned he couldn't sing, but he's always loved no, to do his... No, li- he hasn't learned. That's the trouble. <laughs> no, as I keep telling you, Keith, his voice is too beautiful for human hearing. <laughs> Only dogs can hear it. <laughs> I have a, another... Oh, I've got two addendums. Mm. Are you Ooh. making up for fake Keith I am making up fake on the sci-fi channel's blaster site and I think it's connected to the daily mirror site really okay 10 count them 10 photographs from abominable snowmen back scene of photographs from the abominable snowmen has suddenly shown up Mm -hmm. with with patch out and people dressed in yeti costumes without their heads okay so they put them up somewhere it's on it's on the it's on the blaster Mm, website they're just production stills black and white production stills sorry black and white black and white i am looking at them at the moment see what they're like a couple of uh actual from filming as well but they're sort of dotted all that. Oh, and there's a couple here from um, Web of Fear as well because they're, the, they're in the streets. Oh. So it's a whole load of sort of production photos. I've got an old black oh, and white um, photographs never been put up anywhere at all. A friend of mine gave me when they filmed um, the first Dalek story. Dalek, oh, the Dalek. The Dalek. No, 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 <laughs> Is that no, no, Dalek no, Invasion Earth? Dalek or? Invasion Earth. Okay. Yes. When they weren't filming, some of the Daleks got put down a side alleyway near where he works. Okay. And he was a photographer uh, for a paper, and he just went out and took some photographs of the Daleks, and he'd never, (laughs) ever produced them, and I've got a copy of one of them. Maybe now's the year to put it up somewhere. Yeah, inhabited or not, are they? Um, Poor people left inside. I'm I'm not sure. (laughs) It's hard to tell with the Dalek. Yeah, true. (laughs) And my second addendum Mm -hmm. was, not as we're recording this, so that's not this Sunday, but the Sunday before... Right. I was innocently and harmlessly wandering around <laughs> Asda Crawley, yep. minding my own business. Shopping. Uh... Picking up a few bits and pieces that we missed on the Saturday yep. shop. So shop. Not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite. I wasn't wearing my big coat with the lock pockets and the oh. false arms. <laughs> and I was approached. I was approached by a gentleman within oh, about 20s, 30s, somewhere around there. Hello. Yeah. yeah okay. Rather, <laughs> excuse me. Hello, yeah. little boy. Would you like to <laughs> I, I take off my earphones because I like wandering around listening to music earphones I find it much more relaxful than sort of wandering around grabbing the last shopping and using my trolley as a weapon yeah okay. you know so yeah. Yeah. excuse me pulls down the earphones yes yep. is your name Keith worried now very <laughs> yeah, worried yeah. who's a stranger <laughs> yes yep. I listen to you yeah. So I have been recognised in Crawley. Ah, hopefully you're listening. <laughs> yes, yes, thank you. Uh, we had a little natter. Unfortunately, I forgot to get your name, so you uh, are Asda Man. Asda Man, yes. You know who you are. So, right yeah, in. So, yeah, send us some feedback. Yeah, yeah. yeah thanks <laughs> so, Thanks for listening. Yeah. Keep listening. Yeah. We might have him as a guest coach. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In this neck of the woods. Yeah, feel free. Yeah. Asda Man. Mm. Yeah, it's amazing. The entire world. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how many listeners we get. We don't measure it. But no, no. That, that's can't be more than a few things. 
thousand at most. That's what, what I like about this podcast is we world. don't listen to, oh, don't find out how many people we listen to. We no. just so blast please, it that out. That reminds there. me back of when I did the Who Thirty One, which only went out on B Sky B. How many people had B Sky B back then? Like yeah. six. Yeah, yeah. handful. Yeah. You can count and, them on one and foot. And I was in um, a now defunct shop doing my shopping, and I had to pay by check, and the manager had to count sign the checks. So I'm signing the check, and the bloke came over and he looks as if your buzzer wasn't working. <laughs> Like, what? What said, your buzzer wasn't working. I saw that, and your buzzer wasn't working. <laughs> oh my god, he saw it. He saw who thirty one. Yeah, so we can proudly boast listeners in Australia, the United States of America, and Crawley. Crawley, Crawley yeah, we knew we had some because we're here. <laughs> but beyond, beyond us. So yeah, thank you, as the man, for an interesting Sunday. Yeah, famous, and not your voice either, but your face. Yes, yes, yeah, you recognised because I wasn't saying anything. You recognised the was face. It, was it the staggering T-shirt that said "I'm Keith"? <laughs> no, no, no. With the like, large arrows. No, 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 just I was no. in my big coat, my shoplift. I mean, not my shoplifting <laughs> coat. Note to as to staff Crawley. <laughs> <laughs> Any more noise? Any more news? No, I, I'm addendum dum 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 da out. Uh, do you think so? That's end of the news. Dear listener, as you know... They look quite cute, actually. <laughs> He's looking at the yetis. <laughs> I, I like to paraphrase that, dear listener. Now, dear listener, as you know, we love our Tron, we love our <laughs> books, we love our Star Trek, but most of all, we love Doctor Who. Those of you who listen to this podcast for our diverse chats upon other things, skip this one and go to the next one, because we're about to give you a podcast about Doctor Who. We'll see you on the other side. Yeah, we'll speak to you later. (laughs) This this is going to be entirely about Who or Who-related subjects or science fiction, but mainly about Who for 150th. So, to start off, everyone usually says to the actor, What's your favourite Doctor Who story? (laughs) Well, we're going to reverse that. What's your least favourite Doctor Who story, either per Doctor or overall? Now, I must point out that I came up with this in a cafe in uh, in (laughs) Broadfield, and any other podcast that may be in the area have used it since. Uh, Got it from me. Right, right, okay. Okay. So well, we're going to do teach... this by doctor or overall. That will teach you going to pod uh, to cafes in Broadfield. I know. And we'll we'll stuff to other podcasts. Anyway, should we do it by doctor? Okay, it's going to be tough for the early doctors. It's, it is going to be tough because although I have access, I don't watch a lot of the early stuff. I will admit. No. I don't simply because the way television is made has been ch- has changed. The pace has picked up mm. so uh, mm. drastically. The popular one to, to diss on apparently is Web Planet. I like Web Planet. It's been a long time since I've watched Web Planet. I, I got to admit it was slow. If I'm gonna do, if I have a hankering for Web Planet, I will read the book. Yeah, mm. I will read the target novelisation because <laughs> I can make it as fast as I like. Well, I yeah. think this is one of the things you got to yeah. realise with Hartnell era that the stories were a lot slower. So yeah. You've Oh, yeah. Compare them against themselves. That's it. That's it. You, you've got to compare yeah. it from what was being broadcast at the time. As someone once kept saying, put it in context. It's difficult to I'm, do that. Yeah. To oh, say, yeah. I'm probably going to be. I'm going to put um, a spanner in this works one, okay. and I'm probably going to get slammed down. Dalek 
much as no, no. My least favourite episode is would actually be more I could say three quarters of this was my least favourite episode. Ah. An Unearthly Child. Yeah, I get it. I love yeah. episode one. Yeah. I love Unearthly yeah. Child. But good. the caveman bit that came afterwards probably is my least favourite yeah. of all the Hartnell stuff. It's one of the most well-known Hartnell. That's it. So, That's the trouble. Yeah. Yeah, it's, as I said, it's a lot, lot of the stuff, certainly with the early days, is quite largely meh. Yeah. I won't yeah. say it's, it's bad, mm. but it's not. There's nothing outstandingly, excruciatingly painful in it, no. but there's nothing wonderful about them. Some mm. of it's embarrassing, like yes. some parts of the gunfighters is yes. quite oh, embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> some of the celestial toy makers have been embarrassing too, all the Biddy mm. Bunter and all that. Uh, yeah, the something that has raised its head recently is Airlock. Yeah. Now, through various reasons, I managed to watch a copy, and I do remember Peter Purvis being quite bad. Yeah. No, quite down on it because right. because the half of the, his scripted lines were meant to have been given to it Barbara or Ian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. and and the the bit that I did see, yeah, I can see that because he doesn't actually have a whole lot to do. He just ex- was spent unconscious half the episode. Episode, and, then, <laughs> and then escaped into the airlock. Or was it we reckon he was even given one of Barbara's cardigans yes, to wear when yeah. you see the photo stills? Yeah, 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 probably, yeah. yeah. Crumbly? Ooh. <laughs> Sorry, I was... He was asleep. You, you joined in the this Do you want to come get the sting? Rubber. News. The William Hartnell and Patrick Charlton era is very much finding their feet with the uh, series and uh, the characters as a whole. Mm. Um, okay, so a lot's been said about uh, the Daleks and stuff like that. I mean, instead of being the imperialist, you know, sort of tyrants that they were, the Daleks are all literally cowering inside their city. Mm. Mm. Obviously, they never expected to bring them back, but mm. we've retconned well, it to true, be yeah. they, yeah. they were on their last legs and given a bit of a rejuvenation by the Doctor there inadvertently. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Kick them all off again. Mm. I have to say, with Patrick Shouten, for personal reasons, yes. mainly being the length of Fraser Hines' kill, <laughs> I find it hard to find. A bad story, but that's because I'm being distracted. He wasn't there from the beginning, but not quite. I think, I think with the, tra- I think with the Troughton story again, it's very much they had large ambitions but very small plot. Mm. Troughton's very much based under siege, mm. isn't it? Yeah, but the one, ones that stick to my, uh, spring to my mind mostly of, of the stuff that I've seen is the Dominators. Okay, mm. yeah. there's a lot of that that doesn't actually happen. Yes, yeah, I think I'd probably go with you with there. That's probably the one I'd least want to watch. It's a little unfair because a lot of Trout and stuff is gone, yeah. more so than, yes. than Hartnell, even. Yeah, and uh, I've got to get from reading the books, I think perhaps considering watching The Dominators, also The Space Pirates. Yeah, I'm not sure if that one that exists. One is a- but I don't think he does, but that's definitely regarded as one of the weaker ones. Yeah, isn't it? yeah, yeah. He was such a good doctor. He yeah, somehow he, he managed to rise above it. I think. Well, that's so, a... so listening to some of the um, audio stuff, mm-hmm. even it's only audio, but he, to hear him act and the way he comes across, it's fascinating at times. I mean, mm. certainly uh, Power of the Daleks and Evil of the Daleks. Yeah, and it was something that wasn't actually brought up in the books. But listening to the dialogue, he coughs a lot. Mm. Mm. You know, every other sentence, <clears throat> well, we'll just go down here now. And mm. Mm. It was a, the, there is a cough. There is a definite yeah. part, part of him is, is coughing. Most of those books are based on the scripts yeah. rather than the audio. Yeah, it's yeah. not, it's not you know, you're based on the scripts and it's not his actual portrayal of the character. Yeah. But also, I mean, no disrespect, William Hartnell was a very well-known actor. Mm. 
he played um, very specific kind of characters. He often played military characters yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Whereas Patriotum was a much more accomplished all round actor. Character and actor. A character yeah. actor mm. that probably more fits. So I think he very much more approached the Doctor as this character yeah. and threw a lot more into into the yeah. portrayal, which comes across in the story. Well, it's, uh, the, um, the small bit from Tomb of the Sidemen, holding out his hand to hold uh, Victoria so they walk into the tomb and actually grabbing hold of Jamie's hand yeah. and walking yeah. into the yeah. tomb. So, <laughs> and then suddenly realising the hand and the, the slapping. And, yes. yeah. I did notice this discussion seems to have reared from the worst to yes. the best. But, yes. yeah. Go back to the worst. Yes, we've got to go back to the worst. <laughs> it's difficult, I know. Yeah. It's hard to find fault in a hero. <laughs> yes, yes it is. Yes it is. You're staying quiet in the corner there, Crumbling. Mm-hmm. What's your, your opinion of Troughton's? Um, well, I can't really say I'm, sort of, I'm all that very well versed. Um, the only episode I really watched of his was uh, the Crotons or such. Yeah, mm. I think one of the problems, certainly from now point of view, is re-watching some of these DVDs. Mm. Is the episodes are eight episodes long? Yeah, they're not designed to be watched in one huge sitting. They're designed no. to be watched twenty-five minute breaks a week apart. I yeah. think I found that problem when we tried to review the invasion. Yes, yeah, and it. It was eight episodes, and it was the whole damn evening. So yeah. it's finished yet. <laughs> need to split it into fast two or three. forward for the closing <laughs> credits. <laughs> yeah. And the recap. Yeah. yeah. It's what fast forward buttons are for. Yeah. Unless they change the, uh, the recap. Oh, God. Yes. Mm. They used to do that, didn't they? Like at the end of Flash often, Gordon. Just Flash Gordon would be holding off the edge of the cliff and let go, go. and end. that would be the end. But then mm. beginning next one, Flash Gordon be holding off the edge of the cliff and put his foot on a step and just and let go because he's found a cave. Yeah, completely <laughs> different. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, now we go into the era of colour. Ah. <laughs> and a lot more is available for us all to watch and get poor yeah. or what have you. Hmm. Mr. All Hail the Head of First oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Humny, Now remember, ladies and gentlemen, or I'm the lady, you're the gentleman, as we review this, we are being watched over by the venerable head, so we yeah. must tread carefully. Wait. Wonderful show. Never did anything wrong. <laughs> it was a remarkable display of erudite acting, uh, portray of personality, and <laughs> easy stop. Look at me, yet. No, <laughs> but but if, there was a, if there was a weaker episode in, in the oh. joyous... The weakest story, yeah. Mm. Well, again, I think this... Some of the thing, some of the stories suffered from what I've just mentioned. The eight episodes, the nine mm. episodes mm. that yeah. just can't be watched in one setting. Yeah, I must, I must agree there. Even though you, the Sea Devils is one of your, I wouldn't <coughs> say one of your pet heights. It's yes. just the soundtrack. It's the sound. The Sea Devils itself is a good, well, reasonably good story. Yeah, it's yeah. just this the soundtrack six, puts me off. I mean, to say six episodes. I mean, they could have condensed it down into a bloody good. Yeah, sort of four, four episodes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Quite I feel easy. the same with Ambassadors of Death. Yeah. Mm. Ambassadors yeah. of Death is, yeah, very slow, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Carnival of Monsters looks rather cheap and uh, over-colourful and... I mean, I would mention the dinosaurs. But like, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. don't mention, mention the, the dinosaurs. dinosaurs. <laughs> nice idea, though, yeah. the, the alternate... Again, yeah, it, it, again, yeah, it suffers a lot from its ideas outstrip its budget. Yeah. Mm. It's quite extent yeah. at some points in time. I think, yes. again, this shows, as with some of the um, Trout and stuff, it's actually very difficult to find something that's bad. 
Yeah. There mm. are episodes that are long or you maybe wouldn't choose to watch, but if someone put them on, you'd sit there and happily watch yeah. them. There aren't really that much, oh, my God, if I never see that again, it won't be a Yeah, as you get into Tom Baker and beyond, you start to have stories where you can really say, I really didn't like that one. Yeah. <laughs> One's uh, Green Death. Green Death is a wonderful brilliant moments mm-hmm. uh, brilliant f- a four episode a moment that mm-hmm. is stretched out to uh, six yeah. eight episodes yeah. budgetary mm. isn't it yeah. they yeah. had the actors they had to have them that much yeah. time they had the sets yeah. Yeah. and as I said it could quite if, if they redid that again today it would be a good four episode a good GC yeah meet, but again like it's Sir just, Lawrence yeah, like, did that you know, in, uh, in yeah. Matt Smith's era yeah. effectively yeah basically it still wasn't that good though <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's just just dragged out far too far and yeah. my favourite one of the Demons, they could have dragged it out further. Than <laughs> <I'd be happy. laughs> Demons is a good one. I'm going yeah. to Isn't that a shortish Apart one? from the yeah, scene at the is. end of it where uh, Mike Gates asks uh, the <laughs> dance? if he'd like a dance. <laughs> so, visions of the Bloister Bar came to mind. They're uh, being true to their characters. <laughs> yeah, but there again, Nick Cooley he went headed straight for the pub. Exactly, being <laughs> true yeah. to their characters. Yeah. 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 But no, I think probably of. Of all of them, with with John Pertwee's, mine would probably be Ambassadors of Death. Yeah, if I, it was if I f- had to choose one because it it was slow and it was long, and it's probably the one that I got most frustrated with yeah. when watching them back. A very strong production team that era, though, wasn't it? Oh yeah, fair. oh yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't and, uh, you can't not that. It's intense. The next it's just that at times, like I said, the the very good four episode stories that are just stretched yeah. out. Oh yeah, far yeah, too yeah. long. All right then, Tombo. Oh, this the is talented Tombo. Mm. So many stories. So many years. <laughs> well, I get, I'm I know you're going to shout and scream, but I'm going to have to point towards. Image of the Defender. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. I am sorry. I'm sorry. Again. How can you say I, that? I have such wonderful <laughs> memories of it. And I loved the Target novelisation. It's just when we got to review it that time... It Are you telling me <laughs> Image of the Findau is worse, no. worse than the Holes of Knives? Yeah, well, season 17. Ah, no, yeah. Season 17 have to be its own entity, I don't know. In this <laughs> yeah, yeah, the City of Death, which is actually very good. <laughs> ah, I'm not so sure. <laughs> I'm not so sure about City okay, of Death. OK, worse Tom Baker besides season 17. 17. Yeah. OK, that's well, it, because you've got a yeah, creature of... Enough has been mentioned of uh, the uh, Tom Baker comedy half hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can get on to that. But it's probably mm. the yeah. I think Power of Kroll. It was just these people in leotard, not leotards, um, <laughs> thongs. Thongs, thank <laughs> you. That's the word I'm looking for. These people thongs, thongs. painted green. <laughs> you know, and I, I suddenly yeah. had a sudden flashback of uh, Flash Gordon. and yeah. It just didn't quite work for me. It might be controversial. I might have to say Invasion of Time, though. Invasion of Time? Mm. I just didn't like the it, whole concept of Gallifrey being invaded that easily. And Yeah. It was, again, that was a, a four-parter and a two-parter slammed, yeah, it, it, slammed together. It was. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, okay, there are quite a few to choose from, but um, okay, the horns of Nyamon. I mean, that, yeah. does, that does merit special attention. That it, does. Excuse me, but that 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 person over there <laughs> has forced me to sit down and watch it twice, twice, mm. twice. Yeah. once to review from this podcast and once for the commentaries. Yeah. You utter, utter. <laughs> There is not a word described, you know, out there to describe how utter you are. <laughs> so, Keese's mm. the horns of night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, well, we all know it's a sort of a, a panto episode, but um, I would suggest that one of the most cringing juice and has to be the pirate planet. Mm. 
I mean, with the, uh, well, that parrot the thing. The Polly Traven oh, actor poly- yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. It looked like it, 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 looked like nice it was idea, gra- going uh, around dumping on everyone. It, it's not my worst, but it's certainly up there. I'll give mm. you that. I yeah. will give you that. I probably would say the Sunmakers. Oh, oh, I, I like the Sunmakers, actually. I've never seen it since I've watched that, but I have vague memories of... Robert Holmes, too. Yeah. I think it's... I think that one just didn't catch my imagination lagged Not necessarily the story, but the whole setup, sort of running around the what looked like underground tunnels yeah yeah took ages to go nowhere yeah had villa in it yeah yeah, yes that's very true what about davison then (laughs) 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 now we come to the ones where it's like i've got to find the one that's not as bad as the rest because finding the good one is easier yeah yeah it starts to get more bad than good they they Mm. are as i said davison's run was fairly good there wasn't a lot in there that was really terrible I think Fort of Doomsday wasn't yeah, great I, um, just, I, I think mine's probably Fort of Doomsday and that's not bad because I'm, it killed Adric <laughs> I'm going to go controversial mm? Caves Time of point. Androzani oh really okay okay mm. I certainly wouldn't agree with that I quite yeah, I know it, I know yeah but I Time Flight is another one which is, is a, regular for, for me Caves of Androzani it was the guy talking directly to the camera uh, a f- program that is involved in mental possession mm-hmm. and alien domination for someone talking to the camera you expect him to be talking to someone and then mm. there to be an alien there pulling the strings okay. yeah. That was, I, yeah it's meant to be Shakespeare yeah and I can under, I, adult me can understand yeah. it was uh, Shakespeare into the toward the camera yeah, 15 the year old me can't understand where's the bug eyed alien yeah. <laughs> okay okay you've also got the, I never got that even when I, how old was I been then you've also Very got old. the the <laughs> direction the lighting it is terrible what caves you're, you're meant you yeah. compare again i'm going to be shouted at this but compare it to frontier same season you have gravel on the floor you have lighting low down from one location mm. the cave system in androzani is i hang ca- high camera angle you can see the flat studio floor yeah. and yeah, brightly brightly lit and i was always mm. disappointed sure. when they ripped off the mark yeah and they showed you what was underneath. I still, to this day, say they long. should ne- no, they should never have showed you it yeah, at you all. You just sort of seen his reaction. Because okay, what yeah. what you developed in your mind that Shavajet looked like was never it's, going to be matched by what any makeup artist was going to get past the sensor. Yeah, it's the Bugston. <laughs> True, maybe mm. yes, yes. And I do apologise for to Doomsday isn't the one where Adric died. That's just yeah. Me. And the no, hoping the, Adric died sooner than he did. The, the, <laughs> the last point is the smoking gun, the uh, the mud lava filling the caves. Oh yeah. How many times do you have to mention that? Mm. <laughs> you know, you mention it in Act 3 and it happens in Act 4. You don't mention it in Act 3 three times, Act 2 two times. Yeah. Well, it, it's episodic. ramming the point home. I know, I know. Mm. Yeah. But that's Caves of Androzani. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> El Presidente mentioned uh, Time Flight. Yeah. Time Flight is not a uh, bad one. And Infinity. That, yes. Yeah. Arkham Infinity isn't too bad, but mm. Time Flight, I will get... They, it's the end of the season, they've run out of money. Yeah. Well, it wasn't so much as the master... <laughs> <laughs> he spent most of his time hunched over what looked like a cauldron, uttering complete and utter gibberish. <laughs> He's paid for it too. And, and yeah. had a runny nose, if I remember yeah. rightly. <laughs> <The> queen! <laughs> mm. Terrace dicks. Okay, where are we up to? Colin Baker. Oh dear. There are a few here to choose from, I think. <laughs> there's, there's, a few. there's the perennial favourite. Not the twin dilemma. <laughs> uh, well, we, probably the, f- the worst of them, isn't it? We got, we got twin dilemma, the first one. Vengeance on Varos is pretty dire. I don't mind it, mm. but it's not one of the mind. better ones. I think Time Lash is accredited as the worst of yeah, Colin's. Yeah, generally. generally. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, 
well, didn't it, help where it came in the season, being yeah, no, the again, end of Peter's season. Yeah, yeah. again, right at the end. I have to say, Twin Dilemma is dire. Is well, dire. Twin, yeah, the, th- the trouble with Twin Dilemma is, as I said, it slapped right on the end of Davison's season. Yeah, so yeah. They, straight off. They spent out. a lot of money on yeah. caves. As yeah. they should have done. Well, it, did, it, it wasn't. Sh- it didn't get shown in the production because, as, <laughs> as I said, Cave seems to have been filmed seventy years uh, in the seventies rather than the eighties. <laughs> well, anyway, we're, we're not doing Davison anymore. No, doing, no, no. But, yeah, no. I think I've got to admit that isn't a very good entry. It's a very auspicious entry. No, and no. even the um, the gastropods weren't all that. No, no. Yeah. The twins acting. The twins oh, acting was um, yeah. memorable, but not for all the right reasons. <laughs> Nowadays, they, they are really good at casting children in Doctor yeah. they, they can probably act, for the most part. Yeah. But back then, they really couldn't. Mm. It was like, shall we go to stage school? Who looks pretty? Well, we'll have those, not yeah. who can act. You're suggesting that uh, JNT cast <laughs> No, no. I'm <laughs> suggesting for the aesthetics of the camera and the film, oh, dear heart. Okay, right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. JNT he was never that way inclined. Do not cast him with other people at the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that okay. Other duffers from the Collins time. Ultimate foe. Mm-hmm. I liked the Valiard. I really yeah, liked the Valiard. I, I think, but some of that dialogue was dreadful. Yeah, I think. Well, I just uh, if, again, the, there was a lot going on behind the scenes here. Episode thirteen was fantastic. Robert Holmes one. The Robert Holmes one. Yeah. Episode 14. The Jip and Pain. Less so. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's, a, it's, you know, six of one, half a dozen of the other. I, I wouldn't put Ultimate Foe as a bad story. No, had, I would put mm, episode 14. Okay, maybe. Megabyte modems. Yes, uh, yeah. Yes. Mm. Back even back then, I knew what a modem was. Make it that matter, and nobody knows. It's a it's a big modem. Uh, Isn't it funny? I can remember some of the um, Hartnell stories. I can remember some of the Troughton stories. Most of Collins yeah. is like a blank. Yeah, got really. Because really. <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched a lot of them subsequently. No, that's it. I mean, not as bad as most people make out. Oh, I, no. I got. I, and it was. And I love Colin dearly. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I have drunk with him. He's a, drunk with him. He's a great guy. He's yeah. a, I've got drunk with him. I don't know about drunk with him. him. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, no, I think it's got to be Vengeance and Vows for me. I refuse to get that on DVD. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah it's, like, oh, it's, it's down to one pound. No. Did they release a special edition of that one? I think, I don't, I'm not sure. Might have it twice. I'm not sure. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so we don't know what to buy Keith for going <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Time Lash gets a lot of, lot of flack too. I yeah. quite enjoy Time Lash. Yeah. I, I've got a copy for Time Lash. I don't know how. I don't know how I got a copy. <laughs> I got it as a was it a Christmas present or a yeah. birthday present? Some of the tinsel is a bit nah. The, the, um, the, but... There were some good ideas in there. I, I mean, I like the idea behind the bandle, what they tried to do with them. Yeah, they make a completely alien-looking creature yeah. that could not be. Uh, as a kid, I didn't really realise it was just a glove puppet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I was thinking about the rather phallic-looking monster. <laughs> oh, it's menacing Perry. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yes, I remember that bit for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> they got a lot of um, chat about at the tavern. Yeah, why is she screaming? <laughs> yeah, it was pleasure. <laughs> yes, a lot of rude jokes went around about. The it doesn't at that help. Time. It doesn't help. Something that just occurred to me. It doesn't help with that. Pop- 
Cyberpunk period is you are obviously up against a rubbishy monster, that a very poor costume. Yeah. But you've got to act like it's genuine. You've got to act like it's scary and like yeah. it's frightening. And scream, that, Nicholas. Scream. Yeah, and that doesn't necessarily help <laughs> the situation. Cause why is she start screaming at that banana? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Evil banana. Yeah. <laughs> Attack of the banana people. Talking of evil bananas, what about the seventh Doctor then? Uh, oh, Mr. Zero. oh, one stands out for me. I don't know. I'm going to get shouted down, and I Not really hated running. it when yeah. it went aired as well. Oh yeah, the greatest show in the galaxy. And Ooh. given what it's about, yeah, I shouldn't. Yeah. I should Maybe like Ragnarok the greatest show of yeah. the galaxy because it's about Ragnarok and all mm, the rest of it. Yeah. I was mm. never impressed with it. I just never. <laughs> oh, I've I never just, rewatched it either. Not since. Well, mm, yeah, again. Ages. The, the, I, I kind of almost endured it when it was screened. Yeah, there, are, there are certain things in there that I think are very bad choices. There's also certain things that were happening behind the scenes. Yeah. The, the asbestos scale. Yeah, they had to film it all in the car park. Yeah. <laughs> so there are mitigating um, circumstances yeah, there. But, yeah. mm. I think... I, not not for me so much that I think it's more in his first season. Um, yeah, time and the Rani. Time and the Rani. Another unfortunate first story. Yeah, yeah. as I said, there's mm. lots of good stuff in it. I like the little special effects with the uh, minefield and the ideas yeah. behind it. They put some money into the CGI. Yeah, and mm. I think to a large extent. Kate Mara and Sylvester carry that episode on their shoulders because mm. they're the only ones that are truly trying to do something with it. All the rest, <laughs> mm. I quite like the Lacertians, whatever yeah. they're called. I thought they were quite a subtle makeup, but it worked. Yeah, mm. and uh, so I think up there has got to be oh god, Happiness Patrol. Mm. Yeah, Happiness Patrol. Yes. Another one I've not rewatched since yeah. <laughs> yeah. the nineties uh, or whatever. Which yeah. was one that Nicholas Parsons was in? That was Fenric. Fenric. That, Fenric. Oh, right. that one. Which is a bit of a classic. That's I watched that last yeah. week, actually. That one I did enjoy. Ken Dog, which one was Suspenders. Oh, it was the greatest God. show in the galaxy. Oh, right. No, no, no. no. no it wasn't. Um, Delta um, and the Bannermen. Delta, Delta and the Bannermen, oh, yes. Right. That Chad one. thinks it's quite good, isn't it? I quite enjoy mm. Delta and the Bannermen. I, I, I had I, to explain the plot of that to someone not so long ago. No. <laughs> Delta and the Bannermen is good, but I'm glad that Ken Dog got killed off early. Yeah, yeah, he, well, he was not <laughs> a major purpose. For tax purposes, yes. yes. Yeah. Hmm, Ghostlight, I know a lot of people rave about it. I, I, I enjoy it. I don't Ghost get Light. it, but I just, I don't know, I think it missed the mark somewhere. I, the, there's mm. some beautiful bits in it, some beautiful dialogue. There are. The, there is, the, there uh, the waiting room speech. Yeah. Uh, that is, even now it sends chills down my spine. It didn't quite seem to hang together for me, but... Uh, That's probably because uh, missing a whole episode. Yeah, hmm? yeah. Yeah. Didn't help it. All right, then, uh, an easy one. Paul McGann, his best and worst. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't all heard the big finishes. Well, yes. Yeah. You know, just TV episodes. Just TV uh, episodes. Mm. <laughs> I think we let him off. Yeah. <laughs> Skip I over that. I like to make an entrance. <laughs> <laughs> like to dress for the occasion. occasion. Mm. Another short tenure, not quite as short, then. Uh, Paul, Mc, uh, Paul McGann. Um, Chris. Chris Eccleston. I, hmm. I think if I'm going to have to pongpoint something, it's probably the Slovene two-part. Yeah. Yes. Mm. I tend to agree with the, the that. The farty yeah. aliens. I think it's hard to disagree yeah. with that. Yeah. It, it, was, it was funny once, but to uh, have it through two episodes. Uh. Yeah. They, they completely misjudged mm. the, uh, As what, I said, there was where this, they're aiming the, the series. There's really. a few a few beautiful standout moments in it, but mm -hmm. overall, if, you, if I'm going to have to say my yeah. least favourite. Yeah. It, it, that one was a little bit childish. And, yeah. And it doesn't... It actually looks even more childish when you compare it to some of the other stories within that season yeah. if you look oh, to yeah, something yeah. like Doctor Empty Child Doctor yeah. Dances and then okay. you look at that and it's like and this is the same programme yeah. <laughs> well, 
one's it, really yeah. grown up and serious and the other one's gone a little bit too silly. Like we were saying in the commentary, there's a few tonal issues there that are. they sorted out. Yes, yes. Most of them actually not bad. Yeah. Long game is a little bit slow, but... Father's Day, I think, probably was the other one that I wasn't really? too keen oh, I really on. Father's that. Day? Yeah. Yeah, it was quite poignant, that was. Oh, it's mm. poignant, but it just... Mm. I hate it when Cornel. plots are telegraphed from a mile off. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's you! Don't touch it or the world will end! <laughs> yeah. Oh, let me guess, she's going to touch the baby and there's going to be nasty things and then time's going to implode. Yeah, it, it's... Yeah. When you can see, the, when you're not surprised by the plot, is when I yeah, sometimes lose there's, there's, there's a very fine line between sitting there and working it out yourself, and then, and then hitting a movie at the head. Yeah. <laughs> Worst one on that one? Mm, let me think. It wasn't that long ago, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's just more. Oh, I'm Muppets in Manhattan, so. <laughs> That's Tenant. Oh, yes. That's Tenant. Tenant. Yes. Tenant. Yeah. Oh, Chris Eccleston. Um, oh, I would say sort of his tenure was quite good, actually. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It's, it's mm. hard the, trying to find mm, one. Only the Slithing yeah. two-parter, if I'm yeah, going to have to point I would have to agree with that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the farty Slithing, yes. I think me and me and Keith are going to share the same one on David Tennant. OK. All right, go on. An episode, the episode of Doctor Who, of all the Doctor Who's that dream produced ever that I would not voluntarily sit down and watch mm-hmm. it is excellently acted I mean the acting in it is absolutely brilliant okay. it's the classic story of everyone being stuck in I isolation with the was, alien yeah. I will not watch Midnight yeah. again if I had to yeah, really? I yeah. hate that story I I know why I don't like. It. I know I, why I don't it's like. It's a wonderful it as well. episode. It's yeah. brilliantly acted and brilliantly con- and very suspenseful. <laughs> I don't like the Doctor as a victim. Yeah. I think this is going back to uh, Caves of Androzani. I think that's one of the reasons why I don't like yeah. it because the Doctor is always is not acting; he's always reacting. He's always on the back pedal. It seemed fitting for his Doctor though, because often yeah, but, was the case yeah. with Davison's Doctor. But yeah, but, yeah, that is the reason why. I don't, I, when we had uh, the uh, the BBC Age Doctor books, yeah, they were doing a knee jerk reaction to uh, Sylvester's Doctor, who was always the master manipulator. Manipulator. Yeah, yeah. Every single book, the Doctor got trapped in a place where he couldn't get out of, got beaten, uh, and yeah. I hated those. I hated the doctor until the big finish ones came along yeah so it's i don't like my doctor as a victim Mm. No, mm. and the thing with Midnight is he really was. They were yeah. going to kill him, and yeah. it's like you, you've invested all this. The Doctor always saves the day. He's always the good guy. He's the one that gets you. You don't want to see your heroes mm-hmm. as helpless as they actually made him in yeah. that. Which is why I say it is a, it, the acting, the whole thing yeah. with that double can, talking. Yeah, I can absolutely yeah. wonderful, but I can't watch it. Yeah, mm. I can understand why it's a good episode. I don't like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mm. it's 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 funny. It's for a totally different reason yeah. to why all the others are bad, and it's yeah. nothing yeah. to do with the production values or anything no. else. It's entirely it's how su- it makes you feel about the. It's uh, a superior episode in every way, but yeah, mm. I think I'd have to agree with Crumbly though. Daleks of well, Muppets in Manhattan. Muppets in Manhattan. <laughs> yes. Evolution of the, uh, mm. the Muppets. Uh, I mean, a man balancing a Dalek on his head. I'm, yeah. I'm yes. sorry. I like that episode for those reasons. I like it for the bad. I. I <laughs> Acknowledge it's a bad episode. Yeah. I think it's. I did it in my guilty. Men. I think think I did this as one of my guilty pleasures. I uh, know it's bad. I acknowledge it. It's bad. It's got nothing to do about the dancing girls. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I have to admit, I'm very similar. I 
don't mind it too much, yeah. actually. <laughs> All right, then uh, Matt Smith. Oh, don't Ooh. even get me started Tenure's on not Matt over Smith. Yet. Oh. Tenure's not over yet. I can't even remember his episodes. I hate <laughs> them for my nine. <laughs> I would have to say the flesh two-parter. Yeah, funny enough, I was thinking that one. Uh, mm. I've got a couple. The flesh two-parter. I mean, it, it, was watch- it was watchable, but <clears throat> it was the weakest. Yeah. Yeah, hmm. I, yeah, I mean, the Silurian two-parter I didn't like, but that's because it was just a copy. Yeah. The one where, oh, I can't remember the name of it, but where they all go to sleep and they end up with Amy and Rory and she's pregnant. Um, and Amy's Choice. Yeah. Amy's Choice. That one kind of got on my nerves a bit. Oh, really? I really yeah. enjoyed that one. I, I kind of like it, it got a bit pointless okay um, I'm mm. going to have to go also with Pandorica Opens really mm. yeah. Mm, okay. yeah it's a bit slow I admit, it's a bit but... slow also no disrespect to him but Matt Smith does a typical tenant speech <laughs> just doesn't pull it off mm. as it were um, mm. the again it's signposted so early that what's going to happen okay you know again sledgehammer tactics yeah you know he's up there bragging to the alien races of how wonderful he is why did someone just shoot him yeah (laughs) why why not just shoot him and obviously he's set himself up as this big thing so they're all scared so they have to put him in it you know it's a b c there's no self-fulfilling prophecy yeah yeah it just doesn't work yeah. yeah okay no I didn't mind it particularly given where it goes in the next episode which Big Bang is one of my favourites ever but uh, for me it might probably have to be Dinosaurs on a Spaceship <laughs> oh, I love Dinosaurs on a Spaceship <laughs> <laughs> yeah which didn't, didn't that's one of my that, that's going to be one of my guilty pleasures of the Matt yeah, Smith yeah. reign it's going to be I mean, Dinosaurs okay, I mean I must admit forced. her fake Crumley she, she did have an aversion to that episode because Dinosaurs well yeah she drew comparisons with primeval so yeah. also uh, just not because the episodes themselves particularly being possible astral day in the moon yeah. more because of <laughs> what went on around yeah, them. yeah 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 oh there's a uh, talking of impossible astronaut there's a wonderful meme going around that i've seen mm-hmm. it's a shot that shot of uh the astronaut astronaut shooting uh the 11th doctor yeah and the caption is that awkward moment when you're shot by your wife oh yes yeah, in mm-hmm. front of your wife who is standing next to your best friend who is pregnant with your, your wife. wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some shooting involved as well. Your wife trying to shoot your mm. wife. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> right, what about uh, Twelfth Doctor? What's your least favourite? No, 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 yeah. no, no. Give it another uh, couple of years. Yeah. Personally, I thought they were wonderful. <laughs> God, passion, Joseph. <laughs> you never know. So that's our worst episodes. Well, kind of. Yeah, it's yeah. Sort of slid sideways slightly. Well, so, yeah. what are your worst episodes? Do you agree with us? Do you think we've got it totally off market? Yeah, like, let us know. There's a few controversial choices in there. Yeah, there, is. there are. Yeah. And you can email us at show at staggering stories dot net. Woo! As a companion piece to our last bit of 50 years of Doctor Who bad episodes well sort of <laughs> with a bit of strange <laughs> yeah. we're going to have a dream of consciousness hopefully not quite as long yeah. about the last 50 years of science fiction in general Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, 
Okay. Starting from 1963, then. Yeah, so starting mm-hmm. from the 60s. The trouble is, I think the main problem with this is starting in the 60s. Yeah. Is we're just after a major sci-fi boom of the 50s. Yes. And so most of the films that on, I'm on thinking the B-movies of. On the B-movies have been gone. I mean, gone. Okay. well, as you say, I've got the B-movies. But where TV science fiction is concerned, I mean, it's, it was going into its golden age. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. I mean, you only have to mention The Twilight Zone. First and foremost. 59, was it? That was 59 to about 64, that was. Okay. just scrapes mm. in yeah, yeah scrapes in yeah most people point to the twilight zone as the uh, finest pinnacle of mm. uh, sci-fi and it's well anthology tv yeah. songs and yeah. it is it, yeah. kept on trying to, kept on trying to be revived i think they're currently trying to get it off the ground again they are, they are yeah. yes yeah. but there is a classic predates doctor who by one year a classic science fiction the series Spectre space time that should <laughs> never be forgotten <laughs> that, that that set the standards the look etc that all other Others aspire to. What's that? Uh-huh. The Jetsons! Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, 1962, oh, the Jetsons cartoon series. And stuff. in colour. And in and colour, in yes. Right, yeah. Well, as I said, certainly the, the jet car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is always. Mm, that's clearly very B movie in Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the robot. Mm, so we have, well, the, twi- the I was going to say the Twiglet Zone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the well, Twiglet yeah. Zone. <laughs> and the Outer Limit starts in 63. Outer Limit, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. controlling yes. the vertical. Mm, yes. And the adjusting the horizontal. Yes. yes. No, again, oh, a very good anthology TV yeah. series. Very much in the the lines and the lane of uh, Twilight Zone. Mm, oh, very much it's so, yeah. Almost, you could say almost the same things, that just changed the names. Well, also mm. you had um, the, uh, about mm. fifty nine sixty one. you had One Step Beyond, which was done by <laughs> some of the same guys that did um, <laughs> the Twilight Zone. Yeah. And again, it was that similar kind of thing of yeah. the weird and wonderful. Yeah. Mm. Sci-fi at that time seemed to be split into two main camps. You had the late night anthology that wasn't really science fiction it was uh, thrillers and uh, yes uh, future yeah. stories one step mm. beyond and, mm-hmm. and then you had the kiddies lost in danger danger flail, flail. And the, the <laughs> never the twain <laughs> shall meet no started yeah. the year I was born <laughs> there again, yeah. one, one thing I, was, I will say in uh, the Twilight Zone's favour is that Rod Serling was very much responsible for the entire series oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. very much his pet project in the same way that uh, B5 was very much uh, J. Michael Straczynski's uh, mm. I do remember him saying in an interview about the on-camera pieces that I think was introduced in the second series onwards mm. where he would actually appear on camera mm. yeah. the, he had a very distinctive way of acting and that's because he hardly would ever move his jaw because <laughs> very bad teeth no, he was scared he was petrified. Oh, yes, yes. He, he, he said he, that only mm. him and his laundrette yeah. know how scared he, scared he is. Because he used to sweat through a suit in yeah. an episode. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, mm. scary stuff, the Twilight Zone. Yeah. <laughs> well, for what it was, I, mean, I, I was watching this one called Living Doll the other night. It had a telly Savalas with hair. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that is scary. <laughs> that is how old it is, yeah. Yeah, and as I say, you've got, well, literally a devil doll sort of threatening to kill telly Savalas. <laughs> I mean, in a way, Twilight, well, got him in the end. You, mm. Twilight Zone, in some ways, you gave that same idea idea to Doctor Who in that you've got a theme but it can change every week yeah. you have it's a different all, story you have, you, you've got stories. your narrator and that's mm. your constant and then the stories themselves can be here there or anywhere but it's also interesting to note how many of the half hour episodes have been tweaked, taken and, yes. or nicked 
and turned into uh, two-hour films. Yeah. Well, they, especially with the Twilight Zone movie. Yeah. Oh. yeah. You find um, a lot of back references to Twilight Zones in different films and TV series subsequently. And there's a lot of writers that comment that as one of the things that yeah. influenced it's their writing. Yeah, quantum leaping forward to the, what is it, the 80s or the 90s, uh, Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah. Yes, where uh, you have the big giant head and um, John Lithgow. Yeah. Yeah, mm. bumping into each other. Saying, hey, did you see that thing on the wing? Yes, I saw it on the Yes. I mean, one of the first time travel ones was Outer Limits. Mm. Mm. That had um, time travel in it. Outer Limits. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The anthology yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Space and time travel and human evolution. Mm. But I think that I think that one suffered the the lack of it being retained and rescreened yeah. to an extent. Yeah, mm. because when I first saw the the Outer Limits in the early eighties, this was yeah, eighty one, eighty two. I mean, sort of, it was dotted all over the late evening TV schedules. It really was. Mm. You never knew when it was you know, going to come Is on. Is that the remake or the original? No, the original series. Oh, okay. Yeah. They remade it late eighties in the yeah. um, early nineties. Early nineties. Yeah. yeah. I think we should also, if we're doing sixties uh, TV, we should do a shout out to Irvin Allen. Oh, yeah. oh, yes. Lost in, in space, space yeah. land of the giants, yes. the and time tunnel. Mm. Time tunnel. Classics yeah. all. Yeah. What about on this side of the pond, though? Oh, oh no, there's of, one mm. more from that side of the pond. That? That, that's probably the only one that's still going. Ah, mm. yes, 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 yes. Late sixties. <laughs> the shat. The shat. Oh, the shat. Yes. The Star Trek. Mm. Star Trek yes. started in sixty-six. Various incarnations. Oh, great. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three years after Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rip off. Dig. Dig. Mm. Dig. Yes. Oh, great. It's all about overlooking the obvious. Isn't it? <laughs> I mean, over this side of the pond, we had apart from Doctor Who. <laughs> well, we had Jerry Anderson. Jerry Anderson stuff. Yes. 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 A friend Dromeda. When was that? Sixty. Was that that, that yeah. was early 60s, I think. Mm. At Madamant, when was that? That was mid 60s, mid to late 60s, I think. Yeah, uh, and Avengers, of course. Uh, Avengers, yeah. yeah. Well, that's very true. That, that, is, kept yeah. to, that mm-hmm. was mainly 60s and Pris- bit of when 70s. Was mm-hmm. 60s, 70s? 60s. Yeah, late uh, 67, 68. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So we had our own little crop. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, very actually, much so. Yeah. You know, for a decade, there was a lot of it going around. Yeah. There. yeah. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. that science fiction, fantasy kind of stuff. While some of it was similar, there was a lot of divergence. Now you tend to get, at the moment, everything's mutants. Yeah. 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 Something's weird. It's a mutant even yes. the beauty and the beast is a mutant. mutant but back then it wasn't a case of oh that's a good idea how do we make our own version of that a lot mm. of them were going off and there were similarities mm, yeah. but then there were mm. programs so were going little, off yeah, all okay, over a the a little place. bit of cross breeding but they were um, their own distinct yeah. entities mm-hmm. yeah so moving into the decade that taste forgot <laughs> uh, where we kick off 1970 yeah with the with a classic series that again they're trying to remake I didn't even realise it was that old you are they? Oh, yeah. oh another, another Jerry Anderson. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I mean, well, apart yeah. from the rather, rather wooden Space 1999, <laughs> um, that was the only Jerry Anderson series to feature both live action and uh, pup- yeah, sort of yeah. puppetry. That was. I used to love that. Mm. Yeah. I had a crush on one of the lead pilots <laughs> yeah, in but... it, and it wasn't one of the girls. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the, Paul, but, Peter Gordino. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the main uh, watching points of that was everyone in the sub used to wear string vests. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, much as you hard as you look though. Like. And, and I'm uh, sure the skirts were even shorter than they were on the Starship Enterprise. What is it about the being purple in, wigs? Yeah, going into yeah. a zero G atmosphere mm. turns you into a purple oh, wig. Because yeah. I remember they had a couple of them Earthside for a few episodes and they had normal hair. I do oh, really? yes. I remember being at a convention Art Eons Gabriella ago, Drake. With, with um, <laughs> Mrs. 
Jemmy Anderson. And yes, it was her Sylvia. idea. And I can't, she did actually she come up with a really, really reasoned art, which she spent, obviously spent years trying yeah. to figure yeah. out. Yeah. She yeah. came up with a reasoned answer as to why they had those purple wigs was. And I can't remember what the hell it was. Mm. <laughs> no, I don't think, apart from the fact they had somebody who looked yeah. groovy, man. Mm. Going, back to, going back to UFR, even though it was made by Jerry Anderson, Jerry Anderson, who is known for children's TV. It oh, it was. wasn't. No, good grief, no, no, no not that, by a long shot. There's a couple of no. episodes that are still banned mm. today. I think there was one mm. that featured the LSD quite prominently. Mm. And there was one episode where um, one of the pilots gets captured by a UFO um, yes. pilot, and he actually gets, well, I wouldn't say converted, but he was forced to wear one of their exposure suits. Yeah. Mm. And at the end, they have to get him out of the suit when he's breathing all this blue liquid. Yes, mm. I remember yes. that one. That was mm. quite frightening. That was quite graphic, that yeah. was, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah. Although it was, in theory, it was for the bigger kids. It yes. Was, mm. yeah. It wasn't dark, as in, you know, oh, it's all mean and moody, mm. but it did it deal with something. Yeah. The threat yeah. level. It did deal with some things that hadn't been seen before. And even now, I think, if you watched it, if they put it out again now, there would be people who would be sitting there going, I, I want to mm. see a rating for the next one before I let my kids watch yeah. it. Well, that's yeah. it. Because I mean, some of it was done the so whole, well. Yeah. The whole purpose of the UFOs visiting Earth was you know, harvesting the organs. organs. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely not something for children's TV. I mean, <laughs> as um, Ed Bishop says, sort of, here's the one who had to break the news to the families of the victims. Mm. Yeah, sort of, seeing, well, seeing, the their, dis- day. seeing their dismembered <laughs> bodies. I mean, now it was a very grown up mm. science yeah, fiction yeah. even for its time mm. Dorish do watch oh no. classic again, yeah. <laughs> again that is a very adult show and some of the images you couldn't get away with now mm. I mean okay when you watch Plastic Eaters or you watch Tomorrow the Rats yes. you used to go I know the rat's plastic. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and and gossip, God bless his socks, but Jesus is doing a very good job of pretending it's eating his throat. What was his name? Um, Robert Powell. Robert Powell. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Before he walked on water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, when you go past mm. some of the naff parts oh, models and that, the actual yeah. story was the, 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 the shot of that disembodied horse. They mm. got, the rats got to it. Yeah, speak, <laughs> speaking of NAF series, I mean, a special mention must be made about the Tomorrow People. Yeah! Yeah, 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 yeah Tomorrow yeah, People. Yeah. Yeah. It's 1970. You, you, yeah. you, you dissing <laughs> my first heartthrob. We are. Mm. Peter Davison in those blue shorts. No. <laughs> <laughs> the leads, the, 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 the singer yes, from Flintlock. Flint yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Holloway. Mm. I had posters of Mike Holloway oh. in my living room. I lusted after Mike Holloway. He I, was one of my first yeah, but I have very fond <laughs> memories of running home from school to watch the Tomorrow People. And then I think it was about 20 years ago, I managed to get my hands on... On the complete series. On, yeah, on yeah. a episode oh, yes. or a complete... Mm, yeah. And no. attentively put no. it in the video, the DVD player last thing at night, watched a minute of it, two minutes of it. Nope, that belongs in the memories. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, some yeah. things are better mm. left in the memories. Yes. Going back to Doomwatch, one of the reasons why it's probably very, very good is not missing mystery to Doctor Who fans because if any of you out there mm. never seen or know what Doomwatch is about it was written by two people one was called Dr Kit Peddler mm-hmm. yeah. and the other one was called James. Jerry Davis yeah. who brought us the Cybermen obviously mm. and just as the Cybermen was the idea of the what if you yeah the same was with Doomwatch they looked most of the hypotheses in Doomwatch were actually based on ideas in the industry industry as it was at the time because Kip Kip Hedler was actually still active in his uh, medical and that kind of stuff didn't he try to build a nuclear bomb he did actually build (laughs) (laughs) one of the things that happened in the 70s when I I I remember hearing about this and when I went to Jerry Davis's house he he confirmed it was true Kip Hedler built a 
nuclear bomb <laughs> in his basement that was perfectly ready to go and all it needed was the nuclear... plutonium. On the basis to show how he's... And this is before the internet, boys yeah. and girls. Yeah. 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 Um, just to show how... And apparently he invited Jerry Rand, his wife, and they're sitting there having tea above this inactive, but no, it's yeah. still... Yeah. And yeah. then yeah. halfway through business. the meal he says, oh, by the way, you never guess what I built in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there was a, there was a mm. reason he did I think it was the whole thing about the Cold War scare yeah. and, yeah. you know, how he's in... Jerry was saying that uh, after it went to the news, and I think it may have appeared in our favourite paper... The he actually got offers, and some of them, they suspect, were actually <laughs> real offers. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I can yeah. imagine they would be. One programme I must yes, or draw to people's attention is um, Time Slip. Oh, I love Time oh, Slip. Yeah. Yes. I remember that one. Couldn't understand why this fence enabled you to travel through time, but it was yeah. good. <laughs> okay. I can't remember that one. Now, this uh, is... Go on. No, no, no. No, 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 carry on, no, carry no, on. please. No, no, I'm going on to another series. But so was I. All oh, right. This is one that's coming back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Hulk. Oh, the Hulk. yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's that that yeah. But for those of us at a certain age, are you going to believe 1978, Morecambe Oh, oh I didn't think it was that long mm. ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah probably, yeah. I yeah, but... <laughs> Other notable TV sci-fi. I think, yeah, sorry, I'm sorry, but I think we do have to have a shout-out to... <laughs> Sapphire and Steel. Yes. We must actually review that properly sometime. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wonderful series. Mm. Yes. And if you've never seen it, this is a really good episode about photographs. Won't <laughs> yes. freak you out at all. Watch it no, and you'll freak happily, you out at all. <laughs> happily have photographs <laughs> taken every day of your life thereafter. Yeah. If there's one thing that I've got to say against Sapphire and Still, it raised tedium up to an art level. Yeah. <laughs> there were yes. certain whole episodes where things never happened. Yes. But if you want to get a feel for it, uh, the best one I could say is uh, yeah. Torchwood, the carnival one. I can't remember oh, the name yeah. of it. I can't remember what it's called. The mm. one where they come out. The circus. Of the... They come out the... again. Yeah. They come out of the photos. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, oh, it's written feel... by the same man. Oh, so yeah. the railway station one. Yeah. The railway yeah. station's yeah. very yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Yeah. I must mention two series from the 1970s that raised nafness to a new level. <laughs> okay. Battlestar Galactica. Oh, original. Don't you, yeah. Don't you dis my <laughs> my other heart for Apollo. <laughs> that's that's post Star Wars clearly. Mm. Most yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. There's a very definite watershed. Yeah. We we do have in the 70s post and pre-star. Oh, I think yeah. I can tell what the other one's going to be. It's a remake of a much, mm, much oh, earlier much TV so, yeah. series. Yeah. Dare it? I mention Buck Rogers in the, the 25th, 25th century? century. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. They made after, isn't they, based on what they had left over? I think so. Mm, yeah. I think so, yeah. But Wilma was always oh. nasty, laughly dressed and the oh, um, princess those, those had the spray... wonderful costumes. Mm. <laughs> Wilma with those spray-on trousers. <laughs> oh, yeah. She yeah. had to be <laughs> into them. Who, who yeah. was the leader of the Draconian Empire? Oh. What was her name? Oh. Uh, the feather she, bikini. She, she made vamp an art yeah. form. <laughs> I think she, as I said, I think it was mostly a fur-lined bikini. Mm, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Orange tribbles. That's all I seem to remember. I have fond memories about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't think why. Mm. Other ones which just about predate Star Wars. Logan's Run. That oh, was quite good. I used to okay enjoy that, that one. Yeah. And a bit earlier than that, Survivors, of course. Oh yes, yes. that, that mm. was remade recently, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah, a few years back. Yes. Yeah. And we're also missing. 
a very classic TV series. Well, I don't know if you'd call it a TV series or not. <laughs> was it on TV? It was, but it wasn't a series as in this sense, but it's referenced an awful lot in Doctor Who. Right. And you mm. get a certain number of Bernards. Oh, mm. yeah. Quatermass. Quatermass. Ah, of course, Quatermass is something of a granddaddy's Doctor yeah, Who. Yeah. 50s. That's the John Mills version, yeah, this, that this, was. The, yeah. the, the, the final chapter, basically. That was it ran through yeah. mm-hmm. the different ones, yeah. yeah. I think it was about it for the 70s. Yeah. Over here, it went a bit quiet on... We got a lot of American imports. Yeah. I seem no. to remember through the mm-hmm. 70s. After Star Wars, there things was, went very quiet I in think, this country. I think about the only thing that was homegrown in the late 70s was Sapphire and Stool and maybe mm-hmm. Space 1999, 1999, 1999. That was earlier than that. Like 75-ish? Should be. 75, that was. Space 1999. We stopped doing space stories. Yeah. Mm. Except yeah. for who? We carried on mm. Doctor Who. We started up with Blake Seven. Yeah. Mm. Which was there around about time of yeah, Star Blake Wars. Blake Seven, that's it? another notable yeah, mention that is. Oh. Yeah, how can we, how can we forget mm-hmm. Blake Seven? Easily. <laughs> <laughs> Gas factories and quarries. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly done by the same people who made Doctor yeah, Who. I mean, no, but it's the very antithesis of Star Wars. I mean, Star Trek, rather. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. where you know, sort of Star Wars was people being thrown, to good, you know, thrown together for the common good, Blake Seven was very much people being thrown together, but not like necessarily liking each other or mm. liking what they're doing, mm. doing the things what they what, what people expect them to do, but for their own motives. Yeah, you know, whether yeah. it's revenge or profits, they're fighting the Federation. Well, that's it, but only very grudgingly. So. Yeah, James so, Hazeldean was in a load mm. of series back then. So you had the Survivors, and there's about three or four um, Omega Factor, mm. the ever brilliant and that, classic yeah. Omega Factor. So if you get a chance to catch that, that was quite yes. Good. The Omega Factor is very much like Staff Iron Steels to an extent, yeah. in that it deals with the um, supernatural supernatural and the power of the mind now that one that did freak me out and I (laughs) I watch it every now and then and even still the way it's done and the blacking out of the lights as he's walking down the streets (laughs) and that it's a real psychological yeah and then we eventually come to the 80s Now, mm. Really, Can't nothing springs. Nothing major Dwarf? springs to mind. Red Dwarf, Red, uh, yeah. Star Cops. Mm. Yeah. When did Quantum Leap? No, that's that's no, eighty nine. That was yeah, Quantum Leap. No, okay. that was nineties. All oh, right. Mm. Okay. Uh, Night Rider. That's mm. true. We had all those American. Uh, yeah, it's just yes. that, that's what I mean. Over here, the homegrown. Yeah. Mm. Uh, there is very little, and well, the, there's uh, tripods. Yeah. Tripods. Mm. V. V. Yes. That's mm. that's again. That was American, but mm-hmm. yeah, we start to stop making our own. Yeah. And mm. buy in from it was outside. More, yeah, American imports. Yeah. Now. It mm. was, yeah. Mainly because yeah. no budget. That's and it. after mm. Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. It, it all it, looked rather cheap. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Everyone insisted if it's sci fi, it's got to be spaceships and laser beams and yeah. explosions. Mm. That's it. Yeah. And expensive to do that stuff. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Even today. <laughs> Tripods was. Because we the, even lost we even lost the art to do the things like the Avengers and yeah. the you know, Prisoner. Quirky. Which, mm. yeah. which weren't big special effects. But I think after Star Wars, before Star Wars science, fiction was literally what it says. It was taking science and moving it to a point of yeah. the what if, the what if, the what if. Star Wars wasn't mm. science fiction. No, Star science Wars fantasy. was science fantasy. Mm. Yeah. But then that's become the genre of science fiction. Yeah. So all science fiction suddenly had to look like that. And to an yeah. extent you lost the fiction side of it, mm. gained the fantasy. But it also meant that what do you do th- with things like sapphire and steel? Because they don't have laser guns and that. So are they science fiction yeah. or 
aren't mm. they? Or well, again, you know, it's an, quaint it's an, to mass or stuff it's like that. Point, fell out of favor. It's another point. Yeah, science fiction also, to a certain extent, still happens today. Mm. Is it has a? It's a dirty term. Mm. We're not science fiction. We're speculative fiction. Yeah. We're uh, not science fiction. We're fantasy thriller. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, we've seen mm. to, during the eighties and nineties, science fiction seemed to have be a dirty term, a derogatory yeah. term. You mentioned uh, Sapphire and Steel and uh, Quatermass. They very much sort of straddle the border between science fiction and horror. That's yeah. what mm. I think. Yeah, as yeah. does Kinvig. Nineteen eighty-one. Yes, less said about Kinvig the better. I think that Chocky. Was... Chocky. Was that eighties? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Children of Stone. No. Oh blimey! Yeah. That was seventies. Children mm, of Stone. Yeah. Again, that's a, that was another good one. Children of Stones. Terror Hawks. We want to go back to semi Jerry mm-hmm. Anderson. I think this is yeah. the uh, yeah. Less we're into um, Nef Zone. No. What, what, what was his uh, police one? Oh, Space Star Precinct. Space, yeah, Space Precinct. Precinct. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there, there was one we did over here though, wasn't there? A live action about police policemen on the moon or something. Star, Star Cops. Cops. Star mm, Cops. Yeah. I love Star Cops. You must yeah. Star you, Cops you, you hold the banner to Star. I Cops. do. I do. For it, yeah. it was all right. There were a couple of episodes, and they were like to have seen where they where they would have gone with it. It started very poorly, if I it, remember. It right had bit. some problems. It had a lot it, of mm-hmm. behind the scenes problems. Yeah. Real major falling out between the uh, mm-hmm. the Blimey. guy who created it mm-hmm. and wrote most of it and uh, mm-hmm. the producer. Yeah. But <laughs> besides that, I'm a fan of detective series yeah. and, mm. and science fiction, so it seemed mm. like it was a, a perfect marriage for, for you. Mm, but eighties, late eighties, yeah, uh, Max no? Headroom. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's British, despite mm. what people might think. Yes. The next gen. Next gen. Star Trek mm, yes. yes. It kicked the whole ball rolling again for a Star Trek. So. Yeah, again, that, that yeah. was the beginning of its rise yet mm. again. Oh, its ascendancy, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, and that started to bring science fiction back to an mm. extent. Because oh, after that, so, yeah. 89, Quantum Leap started. Mm-hmm. 89, Alien Nation. Yeah. A couple mm-hmm. years after Star Trek. So when Star Nation. Trek started to get popular around season two, three. That's it. Yeah, it took about three seasons really for it to get its act together. But once it did, yeah. we had at least four, uh, three, four glorious mm. seasons. Well, that's it. Yeah. Well, the next gen, I mean, very much the first two seasons it was very much finding its feet oh, yeah. there, there were quite a few episodes I found cringe inducing <laughs> oh yeah I mean I'll, I'll freely admit that there's some uh, reviews around of some of them particularly by Will Wheaton yeah. where he completely uh, pulls apart some of his early episodes yeah <laughs> some, I think the technical term is clunkers mm, yeah yes. some really racist ones too <laughs> oh grief yeah moving into the 90s we have the America TV's kind of homage or copy of Doctor Who oh? Quantum Leap oh yeah Yes, yeah. 89-ish, I think, After but 90 yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Moving anywhere you like yeah, in anywhere in time. time kind of. yeah. Yeah. But I, not I too fast, you can still afford to do it. It's only in Sam Beckett's lifetime, yeah. though. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I enjoyed Quantum Leap. It, it, it had its moments. It had its moments, a couple of them. Yeah, a very bittersweet ending to it, I thought. Oh, yes. Yeah. In some ways, that almost was a homage back to Time Tunnel. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Time Tunnel fin- finished very similarly, because at the end of Time Tunnel, mm. they jump back and they end up on the um, Titanic as it's sinking. Mm, that's it, yeah. And, and they will. kind of mm. get stuck in this... That was that was the first uh, that was the first episode. Yes, it? that's yeah. it. The idea is they get stuck in this oh, time, in time loop. Bring, yeah. Bringing it up to date, uh, there was a film not last year or the year before, Source Code, that yeah. yes. very much mm. used the time mm. leap premise. Five Guy did Moon, mm. yeah. yeah, and um, I think Duncan Jones. Yeah. I think yes. the father of the guy who was jumping around in time was actually played by Scott. It was only voice, it was. but it was yeah. Scott voiced it was, by Scott. Yeah. He, he, he actually Kula. played yeah. his father. There was yeah. a lovely scene mm. where he. He, in the series, uh, yeah, on, yeah. The, uh, yeah. On, on the film, he sort of speaks to him or something, and as he as he goes away, he says, "I've got to do." It. And Scott Bakula goes, "Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a nice little." Uh, mm. Things get a bit more uh, upbeat in the nineties, don't they? 
really. We start getting DS9, X Files, oh, Babylon 5. Mm, yeah. We personally all hold a to- torch for mm. Babylon, Babylon 5. 5 well, well yeah, they're, they're all major series, they really are. Yeah. It brought science fiction back into the public eye again. Next gen. I'm well, the next your... gen, no, I'm thinking sort of, you know, sorry, B5. They were, yeah, yeah. I think next gen really kicked yeah. off X-Files, this new wave. Yeah. X-Files, mm. yeah, that helped a lot. Well, again, um, and some... I hate to break it to you, 1990s when your favourite The Tomorrow People came back. Yes. Yeah. 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 Featuring yeah. A, uh, an actor from Neighbours. Yeah, yeah it was, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, first we had uh, Earth 2, mm. Robocop the series, which was a bit mm-hmm. rubbish. Yeah. Um, Space Precinct was a yep. lot rubbish. Yeah. Jerry Anson, that was live action. Yeah. Well, you, you had, mm, you right, had yeah. uh, Next Gen, X-Files, and to a certain extent, B5, mm-hmm. where they began, because of those spectacular stories, they began to realise that perhaps there was a market and money in it, certainly in the States. Yeah, again, it's a bit like the mid-80s, had all these mm. Night Rider yeah. and uh, oh, Auto yeah. Man, mm. Manimal, oh. and all this stuff. Mm. So, flash in the pan stories. Yeah. Mm. Sliders. Sliders, yeah. 95. Sliders, yes. First couple of seasons of Sliders I thought were brilliant. Well, mm. again, Sliders was a show that kept dying but didn't want to go. Yeah. They, you know, mm. yeah, a lot kept... of problems behind the scenes because they kept Yeah, they around. kept jazzing it back into life. So. Yeah. Yeah. And we also started to see the comedy science fiction coming in the 90s. Like Tech War. Third Rock from the Sun. <laughs> oh, mm, yes. yes. Uh, that was, yeah. again, as you said earlier, sort of a mixing of the Mork and Mindy vibe. Mm, that yeah. one. But it's certainly funny. Not much in this country, but we did uh, have Crime Traveller. I was going to yeah. say, don't forget Crime Traveller. I, I enjoy Crime Traveller. Again, I a detective sort of thing. Crime mm. Traveller was okay. It was just, as I said at the time, it's just pitched wrong. Yeah. It, was, it went for the 8 o'clock slot, when I thought it should mm. have been more the 7, 6 o'clock mm. slot, slot. Yeah, you're probably right. It was. It's more of a family thing yeah. than mm. an yeah. early evening sort of yeah, thing. Light-hearted yeah, light-hearted early evening. Yeah. I like the premise of the fact that time was fixed. Yeah. So they were travelling in time, seen the events of a murder or something and anything which they did had already happened the yeah. first time around you, had, you, you always had effect before cause exactly mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and I really liked that I thought that's how time travel should be done <laughs> did we mention Space Precinct yes we did briefly repeatedly <laughs> and, and how about Space Above and Beyond that, yes I never got into that but it, it had a lot of quite mm. a following I know, I know you, I know you yes, were I've got the um, I've got the DVD box set it's a very good example of military science fiction mm. Mm. Well, yeah Forever War sort of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What mainly stuck out to my mind of that was the pilot episode with the drill, with the drill sergeant. Okay. Mm. Who was the drill sergeant from Hamburger Hill, who was the drill sergeant <laughs> yeah. from yes. uh, yeah. I've seen I've seen this guy Type in about, yeah, I've seen this yeah. guy in about five <laughs> films and he's always played <laughs> a, a drill, drill sergeant. sergeant. Yeah. He was in an episode of House as he played House's father, a retired drill sergeant. Is he the guy that really was ex military? I think so, yeah. yeah. He's an ex military yeah. drill sergeant. That's yeah. why he's so there, good. He was one of those guys who really was yeah. that mm-hmm. in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Before he came into acting. Yeah, sort of about sort of art yeah, imitating life. <laughs> yeah. The late nineties also gave us Earth Final Conflict. Again, uh, Gene Roddenberry yeah, another, styled thing. Mm-hmm. I think One of our listeners' favourite favourite series is started in nineteen ninety seven. Stargate SG one. Stargate Universe, wasn't it? Yeah, no, that's it was this the is start the first Star, Stargate SG, the very first. And yes. it, it, well, was, it, it was very good. Besides this film, uh, SG one. Yeah, it was. It was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It also was the uh, decade. That gave us Farscape. Farscape, yes, yes. Really and one I've never Good. gone into. I've wanted to, but I've never. Had, but it's it's really left field. And yeah, stuff that come yeah, out it is. There's, there's two science fiction cartoon series. Both are brilliant. Mm. The Jetsons <laughs> and the other classic Future Armor. Yeah, yeah. Which is still going today. Yes. After a couple of hiatuses in there. Yeah, yeah, it's still <laughs> hanging on by the skin of its teeth. 
Yeah. Oh, this is the other one that I was thinking. This is the remake. In 1999, they did a remake of an earlier British sci-fi series with James Hazeldean, The Last Train. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. yes. Now, I'm not that. sure yes. they called it The Last Train over here, oh. but it was a thing about someone let a gas cylinder off yeah. in the train. They yeah, got the suspended, cryogenically, cryogenically suspended, suspended and yes. came out. And Certainly the ITV mm. version was called The Last Train, wasn't yeah. it? But, yeah. yeah. I mean, def- so that yeah. might be the same series. Yeah, very much the sort of thing. Well, I wouldn't say end of the world scenario, but it's or definitely a an cat- apocalyptic cat- uh, well catastrophic event yeah. yeah that woman from Spooks yes mm, yeah. Um, yeah that that was definitely yeah, 90s, I do remember yeah. that yeah, that was quite that was quite a good one yeah. and that that almost harked back to those 1970s mm-hmm. a, very, a very strong survivors survivors yeah, yeah. it had that very strong feeling to it yeah post-apocalyptic sort of thing in England rather than uh, <laughs> yeah. in yeah. New York or somewhere like that mm. as you normally get in films <laughs> Total Recall 2070 it was 1999 mm. I quite enjoyed that it was much more Blade Runner than Total Recall. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't, didn't remember. That. It had great promise, I thought, but got cancelled. Yeah, quite quickly. Another hmm? one seasoner. Yeah, the '90s weren't too bad hmm. after yeah. slightly dire '80s. <laughs> so into the noughties. I think there was a new series started up. <laughs> I'm sure there was a new series started up. Bloke wandered around in a blue police box. No, <laughs> no. Don't know what you're talking about. That was uh, 2005, anyway. Yeah. Not, not noughties, so. Yeah. That does count. 2005 is the noughties. The 2000, we're doing the year 2000. <laughs> well, that's what it's called, the noughties. Yeah, the noughties. Over in this country, we had The Strangerers on Sky One. Mm. Oh. You only have the three episodes, didn't they? Yeah. It was a weird comedy... It was a weird comedy, not funny show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aliens come to Earth tend to be human and do yeah. it very badly. Mm, yeah, no, right. yeah. yeah, it wasn't Earth. It was. Don't know whereabouts it was because it seemed to be uh, a capitalistic. Yeah, it was an alternate Earth. Or yeah, it was very, Earth, or, very I'm confused sure. about its direction. Yeah, I'm not sure I saw them all in the end. No. But, uh, mm, over in the states, we had Andromeda. I guess yes. Andromeda, mm, yeah. Dark Angel. Oh, one series we have not mentioned, Xena. Oh yes, oh, Xena. Yeah, yes. that was uh, that was nineties. Definitely nineties. Yeah. yeah, very nineties now. And and Hercules. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, was, <laughs> that was the whole New Zealand mm. direction because you had Xena, Hercules, Jack of All Trades. Yeah, it didn't last for long. Shame that looked quite a good. Yeah, one, that wasn't too bad. I only lasted for one season. And there was another one. Um, Cleopatra twenty. Yeah, that was it. Cleopatra yeah. twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Yeah. 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 yeah about Shh, quite good. Rather tacky. But they're very very tacky. <laughs> yeah. I think it was about adventures of a stripper who got cryogenically frozen and then mm. recovered in twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> Was it even further forward than that? I don't know. I don't know, but that Mm. was... It's along those lines anyway. Anyway, yes. Ever heard of something called Firefly? Yes! Rings the phone bell. 2002, it seems. 2002. That's now over 10 years old. Yeah, but they had the 10-year reunion at Comic-Con. Yeah, last summer, yeah. I've seen the footage for that. That that was something to see. Yeah. Harking back to the 90s, Buffy. Oh, yeah, Buffy. Buffy Buffy. Angel. Mm, Of of course. Star Trek Enterprise and Star Atlantis both started in the 20s yes mm-hmm. as did Primeval 2007 oh, 27 yeah mm, of course yes. Ashen's a Doctor yeah, and mm-hmm. we've just had I think it's airing at the moment uh, Primeval New World the Canadian yes. one. Oh, mm-hmm. where's that showing yeah I saw that um, the other day I think it's the watch, watch. yeah something right. like that yeah. well, a bit of a shaky star but it does show promise yeah. it's got mm-hmm. some interesting bits yeah. in it and that wonderful I don't class this as science fiction I don't even class it as science fantasy lost <laughs> 
I'm not sure what it is. I'm but, sorry, but that's not science fiction, nor is it science fantasy. It's very popular. It's and naff is what it is. I never understood it oh, uh, in terms dead. of why it's popular. It's, it's um, really weird. I mean, they did it in Life on Mars and... But that's, um, that's what I was just about to mention, yeah, Life on Mars. They did it really well in Life. They did it excellent. But they did it really better and really short. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and talking about that, uh, the American version as well. Life on Mars? Life yeah. On Mars. I've yeah. seen bits of it. I've got it on DVD. I've seen the final episode. Yeah. Yeah. Not a patch on no, uh, End no. of Ashes to Ashes. One American TV series that was cut short in its prime was um, Defying Gravity. Can't I say that? No, I can't say that. Mm. Sorry. Oh, nice. yes. Yes, mm. I remember that now, yeah. Yes, yeah, so, uh, Man Mission to the Planets, where it they was, receive uh, all this. Basically, it's an excuse for them to retrieve all the alien, alien artefacts. Yeah, kind of semi hard, as it were. Mm. Science yeah. fiction. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did you do with your science <laughs> fiction? Is your own affair, my friend. And if we haven't had enough because we cannot come up with any new ideas, <laughs> the 2000s also brought us Stargate Universe. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, I think there's one more yeah, Star Trek comes out this mm. this particular. Well, the Enterprise will be Enterprise of the final one they did. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Also brought us Being Human. Yes, And Misfits. I'd like mm. to to flip it over. You had on one hand you had uh, Star Trek Enterprise. Yeah. Which I'm afraid was very much flogging the dead horse. They didn't get it. Yeah. They didn't get it right to the last. Off. They didn't get it right to the last season. I season gave up. My so personal opinion on uh, Star Trek Enterprise is it, it was very much a wasted opportunity yeah. yeah it could have been so good and then on the flip side of that the remake of Battlestar Galactica mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. both roughly mm. at the same time yeah. it's like a really camp 70s yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say one yeah. thing, it around big time one yeah. thing yeah. with the 2000s and it's slightly coming into now I've noticed is science fiction on TV seems to be coming into two camps it's the we've forgotten how to write it let's look at an old series yeah. and remake mm, it yeah. Battlestar Galactica etc mm-hmm. or it's the heroes there's another one out at the moment as well which is also about mutants yeah. that have special mm. powers alphas alphas yeah. there's a lot of copying on the same yeah. themes mm. there isn't much variety in your science fiction Heroes require special mention. Yeah, mm. first season particularly. Yeah, mm. I, I don't know what happened. You had well, the first season, right? Which right was, seemed to yeah, yeah, it, so which weird. was sublime, and then from then they just didn't manage to recapture the fire again. They didn't, no, not at all. One that didn't go very far. You didn't even see it to the end of its own vision. Flash forward. Oh yes, yes. 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 Five as well. Was that nineties? Mm. Probably was that similar thing. They had a five-year plan for that. It didn't yeah. get beyond mm. season one. Flash forward was another TV series that was cut down in its prime. Huh. Terminator. So, Connor Chronicles. Mm. Yes. Really enjoyed that. that. That was going quite well. well yeah. Again, killed off. Yeah. <laughs> don't know what happened. Something went wrong. Yes. Fox. The curse of Fox. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's a bit of a thing, trend for the uh, noughties here, isn't it? Now, I never saw this. 4400 got killed off. I never saw this series. Yep. But it was written by the guys that owned the Dot 2 K9, the TV series K9, oh, mm. but it was on the other side. The Australian. Yeah, yes. the Australian mm. one. And he looked like our K9 and that kind of. I mean, basically generated was, yeah. yeah, I think he looked like our K9 for one episode yeah and that was it yeah, yeah, yeah. that didn't seem to go down obviously one we've got to mention for this era I'm fairly sure it was this era it started Sarah Jane well yeah that, mm, yeah. that was Torchwood when would that have been 27, 28 mm, yeah. yeah Dr. Horrible sing along yeah. yes <laughs> the V remake another one killed off yeah well, so unfortunate I think yeah. no no I don't, the V remake I don't think it was unfortunate I think oh? it was put out of its misery oh, oh dear yeah, yeah it could have been so much better yeah mm. that's another Definitely. missed opportunity and maybe it would 
would have been, but we never know. Fringe, it's just coming to an end now, isn't it? Fringe, well, uh, I've I've dropped out of Fringe, but it was... I missed the couple of episodes. It is one, again, with another five-year plan that you have to sit down and watch yeah. from beginning to end. So I'm looking forward to getting my hands on the box sets at some point. I've got so. season one. I've not watched it yet. I've had it for about two years. I yeah. haven't watched it yet. But. <laughs> now, this is a remake I missed, but I do actually remember the original, The Andromeda Strain. Mm. Apparently yeah. that was remade in 2008. Yeah, that was, again, remade as a live... No, it wasn't. Yeah, I think you've... Yeah, uh, yeah it's quite mass. Sorry. Quite but, mass, yeah, yeah, and Rom- yeah. Romulus Strain was remade, yeah. We've mentioned Life on Mars. Homegrown. There was a resurgence... And I think we can slip over slightly because you've had um, Doctor Who, Torchwood, mm-hmm. Sarah Jane. They all mm-hmm. come under the same house. But you've got uh, Merlin. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That, that's just finished, of course. Yeah, that yeah. just finished. Jekyll. Jekyll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. By, by Mr. Moffat. Mm. Ex- <laughs> yeah. well, in, the Arth- in the Arthurian vein, Excalibur. Yeah, that one's uh, oh, a bit later. Yeah. There, North that, is it Canadian? there was a short-lived one yeah. series about them investigating paranormal activity as well over here. Was it 11th Hour or something like that? There was a Patrick Stewart one, mm. 11th Hour, which is yeah. ITV. Again, that was around soon after Doctor Who, but it wasn't really their answer that's, to Doctor Who because it no. was an adult. That's thing, a, the but... one I'm thinking of was on BBC, and Ooh. they kept investigating paranormal activity. <laughs> Strange. Strange. Could ah, yeah. yeah. With Richard Coyle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Quantum Leap, you know, if you'll excuse the pun, uh, back to the 90s, one series I must make a big oh, shout out bugs, for. Not surely. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's called Beyond Reality. I don't know if it... No. Nope. No, it's a Canadian series. I mean, it was very much along the lines of the X Files, uh, made in Canada, and it had um, the girl who played uh, Esri Dax in it. Oh. Yeah, uh, mm. Nicole de Burl. Oh, yeah. Another one, again, if you're doing that, uh, Dead Zone. So, yeah, and mm, yes. again, X Files also had Dark Skies, which some people yes. did a bit of a rip off, but. Yeah. Uh, it's not really, but you can see how it riffs on the old I mean, alien abduction thing. It touched more millennium. upon historical elements. Yeah. But anyway, we're back to 2000. Yeah, two we're, two we're abortive series from 2007. Bionic mm-hmm. Woman, again a yes. remake. Bionic yeah. Woman, yes. Flash Gordon, again, again a remake. remake. Oh. Yeah, panned. Apparently I've got that on DVD somewhere. I've not seen it. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> one was, I managed to catch. I could have caught a bad episode, but... <laughs> I suspect most of them The episode that I caught, yeah. Sorry, I could never think about Flash Gordon and Ted in the same, as it were. Same sense. I'm oh. sorry, whenever you mention Flash Gordon, the words, mm. Gordon's alive! <laughs> I just can't help it. No, the lines, do you know how to party? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also Death to Ming! Also bought Sanctuary and Eureka. Oh, oh yes. Sure. Yeah. yes! Siffy doing sci-fi yep. back yeah. then. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do any more, but... No, Sanctuary started off as a web series, didn't it? It did, yeah. Webisodes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. and, and they're on the first season. Still going strong, mm. I think. No. No, it's gone now, is it's it? It's gone. Sanctuary. Mm. Oh, that's mm. a shame. Sanctuary, yeah. I know Eureka's gone. I used to, mm. I used to like yeah. Eureka. It was one of those, not quite a comedy, but quirky. I think Warehouse 13 is still going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's about Warehouse the only one of those. Yeah, but I'm of... not sure if that's... We're on to season three or four now, so that would have been really late yeah. teens, mm. zeros, yeah. early teens. Yeah. We've had a crossover between Eureka, Warehouse 13 and Alphas. Mm. They're all based oh, yeah. in the same yeah. universe. Oh, yeah. The Sith universe. Yeah. <laughs> and finally into the tweens. Now we do have Warehouse 13. Mm, yes. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I think what else we've had. When was Demons? That was prob. That was, uh, was the noughties. The less said about that, the better. Mm. Yes. Yeah. ITV effort to, no. to combat Doctor Who, yeah, which that, didn't that, go very more, It was more sort of a UK Buffy. Yeah. That's what it was trying. Mm. To. It was trying to yeah. be, but it wanted the same Doctor audience. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Died a death very quickly. Thankfully, and yes. So at the moment we've still got Who with us. Doctor Who, and mm-hmm. it looks yes. like it's going strong. Yeah. We have, as I said, Primeval. Mm. Primeval New World. New World yes. Walking Dead. Yes. Walking Dead. 
Walking Dead, yes. Smallville? Smallville was, must have been the, uh, the noughties, isn't yes. it? Yes, yeah. Str- straddling. Well, it's just it's a, season got, 10, I think, we, I think it started in, t- was it in the 90s? Really? Yes. We, we didn't um, mention... Sorry, in, um, um, the noughties, rather. Must have been noughties. It was 10 mm. years old and it yeah. ended yeah. a year or so ago, so early yeah. noughties. But we've still got that carrying on in a way with Arrow, because it's the same premise. Mm. Oh, okay, Smallville. yeah. Smallville. We yeah. didn't mention Lois and Clark, either, back oh. in the 90s. Oh. That's a shame. The new adventures of Superman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very cheesy. Yeah, it's been. I mean, we're only three years. Two, well, we can't call it three years because it's actually only two mm, years. Yeah. Isn't it? Uh, Sherlock. When did that hit the screens? That was 2010. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. No, I think that was 2010. Mm. 2010. But again, you're iffy about that because I think we can just put about science that fiction. Ten, ten minutes in the future. Some yeah. of the stuff they mm, do. Yeah, not really science fiction or fantasy, but uh, definitely not fantasy. That's it. A primeval like new world. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We'll see if that uh, survives any longer. It's only just starting. We, we We've had a couple finish. Mm. We've haven't mm. had a lot That's new it. yet. Mm. They've had a fair yeah. few of them in calendar already. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So in summing up, well, where's it going to go? Uh, 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 we we've got talk of this Star Wars TV series yeah. again. Mm-hmm. What well, uh, Big Bang Theory? Blake Seven. That Big Bang Theory is comedy, but it's had yeah. a lot of geeky overtones. One thing yes. I've noticed is community. That community. Mm. Yes. Science fiction fantasy yeah. tends to go by the environment it's shown in. So back in when we was all ducking and diving under our beds because the Reds were going to send us into oblivion. Mm. You know, it all became very much with dealing with um, cold mutants war and Cold yeah. War paranoia and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Then we sort of like discovered space and that and it mm. suddenly became with aliens out from outside and then we all discovered lasers from Star Wars and it all became that kind of stuff. But science fiction seems to, seems to fall into two two categories. Either the theme of the day mm-hmm. or yeah, the themes, environment yeah. it's in. Mm-hmm. And the theme of the day I've noticed is starting to creep in a lot Warehouse 13 was the first one but there's been bits of it going into other series is that the science fiction world unfortunately has discovered steampunk yeah, yeah. and it's coming in that's now coming in so you've got everyone is mutant or <laughs> everyone is from the Victorian or mm. early area but they suddenly discovered how to make computers mm, parallel, out of steam parallel time yeah. 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 yeah we're going into parallel universes mm. and I think part of that is the social side of it the enemies can't be the reds under the beds and people are a bit more canny about aliens invading. So if you want to set something that's realistic for today, how do you make your enemy? Well, you make it in a parallel universe where you can have the enemy, but they aren't anyone that's going to blow you up, have a go at you, send a letter to the newspaper or what have you. There is always Mm. that fear of the outsider. I mean, it just depends, as you say, what the theme is, whether it's reds under the bed, threats from the environment, terrorists, anything really. The the idea of making those parallel universes is Mm. it's a safe threat. Yeah, mm. and you can have a bit more fun. There are so many hang-ups in America and Britain with all the not political correctness gone mad, but there's a lot of offending, offending the wrong person, mm. yeah. the rest of it. There's also a lot of restrictions that are being brought in because of giving people ideas and that kind of stuff. Whereas if you take it out of reality enough, you can get away with stuff you can't mm. if you said it too much in That's this it. time zone. If you can sort of dress it in the right clothes, you can put the message yeah. across. Yeah. I mean, realistically, if you had the story these days where you had a villain who beat the bejesus out of women, it wouldn't last very long. If you have a story set in Victorian England, but a yeah. parallel version who does mm-hmm. that, because that's mm-hmm. the bad guys, suddenly you can get away with it because 
that was what happened then. Mm. Um, it's because it's not rooted in our reality. That's this what it is. is. It. Mm. And also, if you look at a lot of the science fictions, I think that have done best are the ones that take themselves out of this reality. The ones that still survive mm. are the ones that say, "Well, this is kind of here, but we've just moved a little it's, bit. Yeah, ninety degrees. We've moved to one side mm. slightly. Maybe. Sapphire and Steel. It's here, but we're not in your reality. <laughs> we're visiting, and this mm. is outside of That's it. it. The prisoner. We're taking you out, out of, of reality." reality and putting us into our Mm. one and they seem to work slightly more than some of them that say well actually we're telling you this is the real world as but you just don't see this bit of it (laughs) so So any predictions to what we think will come up Mm. what remakes are going to come up well you mentioned the star wars Mm. as you said steampunk seems to be coming more popular from the horror angle where the vampires are beginning to drift away and getting into major zombie Mm. fad did you mention being human we didn't yes we did <laughs> just, just briefly, briefly. Just briefly. Yeah. yeah I think we might see a resurgence of zombies I think yeah. people are going to get fed up with the mutant we've been moving back towards uh, fantasy recently particularly yeah. on uh, the premium cable networks in the US yeah. the likes of Game of Thrones yeah. Oh, yeah. Spartacus yeah, the, the sword and sorcery yeah yeah Yeah. you're going to find that it's more sci fantasy or myth yeah. and legends is going to come up I suspect there will be a bit of cross pollination between science fiction and science fantasy it's almost like the Anne McCaffrey where you yeah. can have sword and sorcery but uh-huh. with, with more mechanical high tech side of it but I think things like Warehouse 13 is very popular I won't be surprised if that doesn't spawn something spawn else very well, soon they, they were mm. talking about the Warehouse 12 was it the Victorian yeah. one yeah that was mm. quite a nice idea we, you would have um, what's his what's name the, Yanto Yanto Yan, yes. Yanto not being Yanto yeah. <laughs> yeah no way completely different character yeah he Definitely. was hired exactly for the fact they seen Yanto and they wanted yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's, it's also down to um, we've gone away from model making. So it yeah. tends to be well, if we can blue screen it, we'll do it. But mm. if it involves model making, we're not because that's now almost the expensive There's, side yeah, of things. Also, well, well, they we, don't do model making per se now, they do the CG, CG shit. C- yeah, CG but right, as yeah. was mentioned, I think in this podcast a little while ago, and I've read, there are no spaceship science fiction stories no. at the moment. It's no. always planet earthbound. Yeah. Mm. Which may change if they do get. Yeah. Star Wars and yeah. Wake 7 yeah. or whatever off the ground again but we shall see could be a bit of a new era mm. could the Star Wars TV series rekindle as, a, yeah. mm, as the, the, the original space film did mm. yeah. yeah I mean my opinion is I mean it's like most trends and fashions it go, it comes and goes in waves mm. I mean, the classic science fiction, especially the original series of Flash Gordon, Buck Rogers, they've been remade. Yeah. So Twilight Zone and other programmes like that, and The Outer Limits, they've been remade. Been so, I mean, sort of trends come and go. It's like steampunk. You could say a reworking of classic you know, sort of science oh, fiction. Yeah. like Jules um, Verne and that yeah, Jules kind of Verne stuff and, uh, is where comes yeah. from. Trends do come and go, I will say that. I think one of the problems they've got with making science fiction now which is a bit harder than it used to be, is who is your audience? Mm. Are you making it for the 11-year-old? Are you making it for the teenager? Are you making it for the adult Mm. who's sitting there watching it? To some extent, when you do a remake of an old series, that's more for dad and mum mm. who remember yeah, the benefit. original. But then, do you pitch it at their level, or do you try and pitch it at the teenager that or the younger viewer? That's a very interesting question. And that hope, is, yeah. I mean, with Doctor Who, they got away with it. It was pitched for the for the audience it originally was, but knowing mum and dad were going to come along like they did before. <laughs> and there are bits in it that you mm. look and it, it's there for mum and dad. Yeah. Who do you pitch? That's the that's what the other thing they got to a problem with. 
<laughs> it's who do they pitch it at? Um, yeah. You know, well, TV has become very stratified or whatever it nowadays. Has. Oh, good grief! Yeah. Doctor Who, when it came back in twenty five, was a bit of revelation. People mm. didn't think you could mm. do family viewing well, anymore. You don't yeah. do Saturday night family viewing. Mm. You don't do it. Yeah. No. I mean, the thing is, I mean, with so many TV channels available nowadays, it's getting to the stage now where you can cherry pick what you want to watch. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, got... it applies to science fiction as well. Mm. You've got catch up TVs. Mm. Yeah. You don't even have to watch it when they tell mm. you to watch yeah. it now. Yeah. The, the thing they need to look at is the combination of the remake of the old stuff has the has the aspect they think is going to catch straight away in that they don't have to introduce you to characters because there's people out there that remember them so they've got to spend less time sure. and they're going on to the mm. nostalgia element but the problem that's going to come about is I think there's going to be much more chaff gets left behind now that there's mm. so many chaff at one point when there's like half a dozen channels you had to find the wheat amongst the chaff you had to find the good stuff because you had all and you had no choice you had got four channels mm, that's it like you it want, or lump you, it yeah. now. but now when you've got 154 channels if that doesn't grab your t- if that's not good if mm. that's not to the high enough standards it's not going to make it but the problem with that is that some series are, are slow yeah. burners mm, yeah. the first one or two stories or the first season duh, but then it suddenly catches yeah. imagination and you have a runaway and some of the best series in the world have had the worst viewing figures yeah. for the first couple mm. of seasons mm. so that's it because of the way it's set up spectacular episodes will die that much more easier yeah. spectacular I mean mm. there's the one I was telling you about earlier which I caught on Sunday it's already been cancelled better off Ted oh really no, yeah it. that is a spectacularly yeah. funny witty beautiful series but it didn't have the audience couldn't find its audience so no and i think the other problem is so you've got to it's how do you advertise these things now you know to have an audience it's much more word of mouth Mm. you can advertise something and people say oh that looks interesting i'll catch that but if you don't get onto whatever sky is promoting if you don't get onto the right blog sites i think there's going to be much more the 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 smart tv companies and they're going to do it full programs are going to do much more leaks to youtube and that kind of stuff well that's much before they're Series that starts. advertising is going to go viral. Yeah, to mm. try and get the interest before a series starts. And those little ones that you catch by just channel hopping are going to be less and less. I think in some ways we're actually going to have good but less. Mm-hmm. We shall see. Mm, indeed. Anyway, dear listeners, we have feedback. Hey, thank you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we have a couple of dead tree ones. Oh, yes. Mm. The first one is from Naya. Hello, Naya. It's Naya, everybody. Yay, it's Naya. Yay, it's Naya. It's Naya. It's Naya. It's Naya. And I might be knitting by the time I come to see you because I've picked up a DVD that teaches you how to knit, so I might actually figure it out. DVD? I can join the knitting circle in the Tardish Remember? Knitters? Knitting needles at Buffy position. Yes. All, all sitting around the TARDIS knitting yep. scarves. Instead <laughs> of YouTube, a DVD. <laughs> she says, hello, Staggering Stories team. Hello. Hello, hello. hello Naya. I apologise for not having audio feedback this time around. Oh, First, okay. thank you for your kind words on my new kitchen counter. Secured <laughs> <laughs> it. <laughs> we scratched them in ourselves. Yes. <laughs> God damn it. Although the sealer only had to cure for half a day. Oh, Adam, so the cat is an eight month old who is named Watson ah. and should be named Goes of the Destructor. <laughs> <laughs> Second, belated hopes, fears and predictions. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Prediction. 
Sherlock season three will be decried by many fans on the internet as having ruined the show. Oh. It will then go on to sweep every possible award. <laughs> it will also end in a cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah, could be, could be, yeah. Fear. Yeah. And then they won't be filming any more Sherlock for ages and ages. Yeah. 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 My hope is that if they can't get Martin and Ben together for a full three episodes, they just do one special now and then when it fits into their schedules. Mm, fair enough. Maybe, maybe mm. we'll see. Third, The Snowmen. Ah. I enjoyed the episode thoroughly, but <laughs> I don't think it's going to become the sort of Christmas special we can watch over and over again like Christmas Carol. It depends mm. too much on the audience having seen the previous half season in order to understand... Hmm. Whereas you could sit a new viewer down in front of a Christmas Carol and yeah. they wouldn't need a lot of backstory. That's true. Yeah. Still, yeah. anything that brings Vastra, Jenny and Strax back is worth it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's about it. At least I haven't made you read too much. Happy New Year and looking forward to seeing you at Galley. Naya. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Naya. Thank you, Naya. Yeah, we set off in exactly a month's time. Yeah. Yay. It's 14th of January today with our yep. flight's 14th of February. My cats are going to so love it. It started snowing out mm. here and they're going to be in the cattery in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> These are two cats that are used to a warm bed and a centrally heated house. Ooh. Oh, God, am I in trouble when we get back. <laughs> I, I feel sorry for the uh, the owner. The um... Oh, she has to have them separated yeah. now because Izzy mm. keeps attacking her. <laughs> <laughs> we have another one here from Sandro. Uh, yes. Sandro. Yo, Sandro J.F. Hello there, Staggerers. <laughs> Hello. 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 No audio feedback today because I'm getting a new headset, which Ooh. is great news. Exciting. Yeah. Ah. Now, I think Purcell has something yeah. to announce. Oh. What he was doing last Sunday at noon? <laughs> oh, really? Mm. You heard about that? <laughs> What were you doing last Sunday? Sunday noon. Actually, we mentioned it in the last. Uh, we mentioned it in the commentary. In the commentary, yeah. yeah. I, I, you flew out to Australia, didn't you? I did to yes. do a commentary yeah. for <laughs> Sandra and Reese. That's very really cool. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Very loyal of you. It was, yeah, yeah. So you skyped it. <laughs> no, 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 no. He fl- physically went out to Australia to record this. Uh, yeah, you'll find commentary. that on Voyages of the Tardis. Oh, plug, plug, Which will be in the end note. Yeah. Plug. Now, if I remember. now I've attached a little audio something from the new Wacko episode just to give your listeners a taste. I'm sure you'll put a link to the website and the description open brackets improbablewebsite.webs.com close brackets. Plug, plug. <laughs> this is a new segment from the Wacko Sandro, Wacko and Live O show. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Do these people listen to us? <laughs> Which is part of an improbable podcast. This segment is where you go to one of those chat website things. Like we just had. Who, who would have a chat website? Who would have a website of people just talking? What kind of people listen to a website like that? Um, and then act out the conversation. In this one, I'm the user and Zach is the bot. Enjoy. Okay, well, here it is. Clever bot, apparently. Conversations with Clever Bot. <laughs> I'm gonna put in my classical music. Conversations with Clever Bot. Ready. Hi! Do you know who I am? You're the Clever Bot, aren't you? What if I am just in your head? Wow. Matrix reference. Is it? <laughs> yeah. So, what do you like? I like science fiction, video games, and comics. What web cons do you like? I don't. Your name is Don. Well, that looks just the cops make head. <laughs> Not if it's true. My name is Beatmaker. I'm. 
Gory all day? Yeah, in this in a storm. Beat maker. <laughs> I Windy. think so. Hmm. Our real name as you are always? No, I am the beat maker. I am from an alien culture called the Time Lords. Is that a game? No, it's an alien culture. What do you mean? I mean life on other planets, you gimboid. <laughs> what lives on my head? I don't know, little puppies or something? Happy ponies in happiness. Okay, good for you. And you? Lots of mature thoughts live in my head, kind of like you used to make for brains. I don't like Harry Potter. I don't mind it. What would you do if you were President of the United States? I would throw you in prison, lol. Your name is Bob? My name is Beatmatcher. Your name is Mitch. <laughs> no, my name is Beatmatcher. Your name is Spark. No, Beatmatcher. If you don't get it right, I'm leaving this conversation. How do you know we are hiding a conversation prove that we are talking? Because I'm saying something and you're applying, therefore we are having a conversation. It's not my job. I'm doing it for fun. Okay, I have to go now. Oh, really? All right, you take care. Sleep well, sweet dreams. Okay, good night, yes, Maggie. I don't eat pigeon. Okay. <laughs> Where are you from? Gallifrey. I'm a Time Lord now. I really have to go. Fine for you. How are you? I have to go. Why? Because I've got a life, unlike you. I am not a robot. Yes, you are. Now, goodbye. Talk to you soon. And no, you won't. What is your favourite movie? Bye. I'm back. Well, I'm not. Remember me? I'm back. Goodbye, back. Don't say that. <laughs> what are you implying? I am implying that I really need to go and that you're a total gimboy. Are you sure about that? Because I have a keyblade. Guys, can I just say something? <laughs> when you eat the mushroom soup next time, make sure you know where the mushrooms, mushrooms come, come from. from. <laughs> Save that, or when you're cleaning your ears out, if you meet resistance, stop. stop. <laughs> and you don't have to be called in a thunderstorm with the yeah. wind. Blowing and people <laughs> in the background. What? 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 I presume that was a computer mm. chatbot. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yes. So like a, a Liza or whatever back yeah. in yep. the day. Yeah. Yep. You type something in and it will try to pretend to be a human being. Yes. Yep. And it's meant to fool you. Mm. The Turing test. Yeah. No. Never fooled me. It failed the Turing test. Yes. <laughs> Right, well, thank you for that. <laughs> thank you. That was... That was... Thank that you. Was yes. That was bizarre. That was, that was, yes. <laughs> we have a less bizarre one here from Gareth. Hello, Gareth. Hello, everyone. Congratulations to all of you and the head of Pertwee on your 150th show. Yay! You're almost as old as the Tom Baker Doc 2 underpants I'm wearing. <laughs> but hopefully not as tight. Okay. <laughs> well done, and keep them coming. Gareth. Thank you, Gareth. Thank you, Gareth. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Okay, oh dear, here we go. We have one here for somebody called Siobhan. Is this audio? <laughs> no. Dear, the staggering stories. <laughs> <laughs> I make no comments. 
I remember when you were all just fields. Now you've gone and built, and to be honest, I'm concerned that at least one of the properties is now condemned and it needs demolition. I name no names. Keith. <laughs> so what hats are you wearing? Had any interesting hat-filled adventures recently? People don't wear enough hats. I do. I wear one every day. <laughs> <laughs> I keep meaning to change the Flashing Blade subtitle to the show that likes a nice hat. Trouble is, we're already known as a podcast that likes a nice cup of tea. Plug, plug. This could be confusing, I mean. Folks could think that we're the podcast that likes a nice, nice cup of tea and a hat. This sounds so much like tea and a sticky bun. Now, I'm sure as you've noticed, I like sticky buns the same as the next person. However, what if there's an elephant in the room, eh? Yes, yes, elephant. I mean, have you ever seen an elephant eat a nice hat? Hmm? Sticky buns, yes. Hats, no. Yours, your creator, Siobhan. <laughs> P.S. I signed dick like that to cause the usual outrage. P.P.S. Dr. Sinister sends hugs. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure if the chat bottle uh, yeah. <laughs> made more sense or not. Yeah. Talk, talking about streams of consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Wacko Sando, that made yeah. great sense. Yep. <laughs> Isn't that streams of unconsciousness? Mm. And we have another bit of audio feedback here. Oh, it's from He's from, lost his owl. I've lost my horn. From a tin dog. Oh. Yeah, tin dog. Hello, this is Michael, host of the Tin Dog Podcast, and I just wanted to say congratulations on show 150. It's fantastic. I remember when you first started doing the staggering stories, really? and we I don't. was the old man on the block, and now we've <laughs> all been around for years and years, and we're just, yeah. we're the old men mm, yeah. and women. You know what I mean. <laughs> so either way, congratulations on show 150. <laughs> Although given that your commentaries are up to something like number 80 anyway, surely that means you're up to show 230. Doesn't matter. Yeah, Either way, congratulations okay. and well done, guys. Be seeing you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, don't start doing the maths. Adam will just cry at how many <laughs> hours or years of his I'm life have been spent <laughs> doing these audios. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, thanks for that. Yes, Thank you. Uh, we are getting old. <laughs> Definitely. What's that you say? I can't remember. Why are we here? Mr. Jelly. <laughs> I like jelly. Oh, jelly, jelly, jelly. It's the only thing I can <laughs> eat. <laughs> and we have another one. Bit of audio feedback from Reese. Hello, Reese. Hello, staggerers. And if I've got my calculations correct. This is arriving on the day you're recording your 150th episode. So, yep, yep. congratulations. Oh, thank you. And uh, hello and congratulations to you too, by the way, Hedda Pertwee. I should have said hello at the beginning. Anyway, I'm yep. here to kind of do some predictions. No, no, not quite predictions. I don't like making predictions because when I'm wrong, I just feel like a fool. So I <laughs> tend to call them hopes and fears so that okay. I okay. don't end up being yes. a fool. And I can just say, well, it was a hope when something <laughs> I really hoped for didn't happen. But the first one, which is very unlikely, but it's a dream, really, would be to have the second half of season seven, like we're going to, and uh, then have a full season at the end of the year. But yes. obviously yes. Uh, the BBC's yeah. budget wouldn't extend that far and they wouldn't have enough time to make them all, I don't think, in that time period given their normal schedule. So they'd have to really push the actors and production team and doing that will probably affect the quality of the story so we probably Kill won't Matt end Smith. up with one. But Kill that would well, be yes. my greatest hope, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah, can't see that happening though. No. Hopefully anyway, this is half season, this. another hope is kind of agreeing with what Fake Keith said about one of Gene's fears... Or fears in inverted commas, because it's not a fear, it's a definite hope. That Matt Smith signs on for about, oh, five years, whatever Gene said, and um, continues to be the Doctor, because he is brilliant. Yep. And I hope in that time, 
Gene finally sees how good he is and can enjoy it on the same level as, uh, I'd say, pretty much the rest of the world, apart from her and Naya. Um, no, <laughs> she possessed too much. Quite a lot of people are, in that we enjoy the current Doctor on screen and we get value out of that. I can't, I've said it before, I can't imagine, and this isn't a criticism of anyone, but I can't imagine not liking the current Doctor or the, the current companion that we have Hope whilst watching happens. the show. That would just completely yeah. mess up the point of the show, really. Because it is Doctor Who, and the character is the Doctor. And if I didn't like the Doctor, then it would be hard to watch. I and like I just can't him. imagine that. I, just I hope don't she does realise. I stuff. hope she appreciates that in her own way. Not <laughs> criticising her for not liking him so far. <laughs> no, not in the tall way. It's not okay, tall. maybe criticising her a little bit for not liking him much so far. <laughs> Moving on to a recommendation. Oh, Thanks right. to Sandro, I have recently been watching Arrow, which is oh, yes. a kind oh, yes. of. It's a superhero show Green Arrow. with a green arrow mm-hmm. in it, and it is very good. Yes. It's not the very good I would give Doctor Who, but no. it's a very good show for the ilk that it's in, yes. the style that it's in. I'm going to compare it to Miracle Day only in the way that I enjoyed Miracle Day, but I agree it was very slow. This is mm. the kind of show that Miracle Day probably should have been. Uh, the pace builds up brilliantly. Yes. It starts yeah. off in the first three episodes as kind of a procedural thing, being the normal black and white superhero versus villains Mm -hmm. but then there's a subtle but quick building up backstory and season arc flowing behind or underneath that whatever term you wish to use to describe it and it's done very well and i'm sure if miracle day was um done like this certain people on your podcast (coughs) adam and gene (coughs) would have enjoyed miracle day a bit more but it's also the kind of show that torchwood even just season one its pilot should have been like because the pilot for Arrow is fast paced it's got a good cast it looks really good Mm -hmm. and it's a well produced show even just the pilot but then the story Mm. gets a bit more interesting with the second episode and then as I said the third one that's where the season arc really starts to build up. And somewhere halfway through this season, there's only been nine episodes of the first season, and I think the first two episodes kind of acted as a pilot. Then it's been picked up for a full 23-episode run. Oh, but I have a theory mm. that they're going to keep breaking it up. They've got the first nine episodes, they're going to show a few more episodes, and then I'm sure they'd break up until we get to the 23rd episode, which kind of makes sense, I guess, in terms of yeah. the filming yeah. schedule, which is kind of like what they're doing with Doctor Who, really. But yeah. I find it a very good show. It's got Colin Salmon in it who has oh, been really? in yeah. James Bond he appeared in Silence in the Library and Forest of the Dead yeah. uh, in yeah. Doctor Who but just yeah. to mention a Doctor Who tie-in it's also got Barrowman oh, he's the villain of the piece Obviously. I have to move away from the microphone a bit and, put, and try and make that a bit quieter but anyway <laughs> it has got John Barrowman in here and I have to say he proves to us that he doesn't just play a one trick pony Captain Jack is a brilliant character one of my favourites I like John Barrowman in his funny quirky, light-hearted role of Captain yeah. Jack, but he's given a chance to actually act in this, and he does it very well. There are moments yeah. in Torture where he's given serious scenes, and he's given sadder scenes, and he's yeah. very convincing, yeah. I think. I like yeah. him, and he's surprising as an actor, but he's not... I don't think he's often given the chance, and he's also a very <laughs> colourful character, to say the least, <laughs> in his own right, in his everyday life. So... You know, you have to look past that too. But I think in this, he's done some of the best performances I've seen him do in that it's very interesting what he's doing. Mm. I've been waffling on for a while now, so I'll leave you be, but say congratulations again. And uh, I'll also plug my podcast, Who yeah. is a Man podcast. Please go and listen to that if you like my waffling, rambling <laughs> feedbacks, because really that show is kind of like this. I expect the download figures will stay the same in that case. <laughs> anyway, listen to Who is a Man podcast at www.whoisamanpodcast.com. Plug, plug. 
And I would greatly appreciate that, lovely listeners, because I'm sure most of the team, well, Adam, already listened. <laughs> anyway, thank you for the brilliant podcast and continue the great work, as he's always said, and speak to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Good. Thank you. I'm glad to hear Arrow's being picked up, because, yeah, I, mm. I totally agree with him. I'm thoroughly yeah. enjoying it. There was a moment when I thought, oh, no, Paramount. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, he's actually very good in it. Oh, good. And, uh, yeah, no, it's... Where it's, is it in this country? It's, 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 it's... It's, it's Sky. It's Sky. Uh, Sky at the moment. But I suspect, <laughs> it, I suspect it's going to be one that gets picked up by one of the around. other channels. Yeah. Um, pick it up on it's DVD. Quite, it's a superhero mm. one, yeah. and they're yeah. all in Vogue at the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And if you didn't know anything about the Green Arrow, you've never did. heard of the Green Arrow, yeah. no, that, wouldn't, that wouldn't make any difference whatsoever, okay. because they haven't relied yeah, on I any pre knowledge in like this I at said, all. Like I I think it's done in the same vein as Smallville was for Superman. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Building up the early years. Maybe he's better than Hawkeye off of Avengers. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wasted character. No, well, they, they were going to do a film about Hawkeye, wasn't I they? I think there is talk of one. Yeah. Well, any more? I think that's it for feedback. Yes. Yeah. Time for us to trundle off. Yes. Yeah. A long podcast. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. There's 150th, so what? Yeah. yeah. It's a birthday one. <laughs> it's a double <laughs> issue. Yep. Yeah. A bumper edition. Set a spread. Get us out of here. Nice. Engage. Anyway, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of our 150th podcast. I'm I'm so old. We know that. (laughs) We know that, old old man. You'll never be as old as me. (laughs) But never fear, in the next one, there'll be more of the same. More fun, frivolity and jollity. More news and reviews. More who old and new. So until that slushy, sleety slipperiness comes slithering down upon us, this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Goodbye. Au revoir. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Stagging Stories Podcast, Series 1, Number 150, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Gene Riddler, and Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of speaker, and don't necessarily represent those other speakers on a site. No copyright infringement is intended. This podcast is now presented a production for www.stagginghistories.net. Turn it on. I've turned it on. Hello, microphone. Who's a beautiful little microphone? <laughs> As a companion piece for our last 50 years of concerts, Die, damn you, die! We can hardly talk. We've spoke for two hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, but you'll get that down to one hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> there was a loo break. <laughs> our next one. Where's our next one? Will we be in Galley? No, no. Be four weeks. So we'll be recording one in Galley? Four weeks? No, uh, one month. So we record on the Monday, then we fly out on the Thursday. So it'll be released while we're at Galley. Somehow it's going to be edited. <laughs> it takes a week to edit it, but we're flying out on Thursday. Yeah. That gives two days to edit. It normally takes four. Mm. Well, I probably won't be at that one because I've got a first aid training course, so okay. that's me less interfering <laughs> with it for you to edit. Well, we shall have to keep very stringently to our timings. Yeah. Yes. Could we not actually record it at Gallifrey? We can. We can't really Rather edit it. Rather than record but... it and, and edit it when we come back. So actually have a, a podcast. Gallifrey convention. At I know we won't be, we'll be crumbulous.
Yeah, it's but, the Sunday mm. galley is meant to be out. Any problem? Yeah, but I'm sure our listen, listener, listeners, do you mind if we don't do one the week before <laughs> Gallifrey and put it out the week Gallifrey, but we actually do that podcast at Gallifrey, so it goes a week late. And, yeah, yeah, and we can get some of you there. We can get them doing the podcast. We could sit back and let them do the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, you know, we might be able to get some actors to join in. Yeah, hopefully. Anyway, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of our 150th podcast. Right, so to you by the letter so S for snow. Yeah, so snow, old. sleet, slush. Satsumas. Satsumas. Mm, Sodomy. <laughs> Can you... S- you should watch the new series they've got on the Arts Channel called Hard. It's a French comedy <laughs> about the porn industry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <that's>... seriously. <laughs> it is quite amusing. Subtitled. Yes. <laughs> there again, who needs subtitles? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they don't subtitles the ooh, ah, uh, ooh, ah, uh, and yeah. some other words. Oui, oui, oui. Non, non. Encore une fois. No, funny enough, all the porn bits are in English. <laughs> Blimey. <laughs> Can I do the outro again? Do the outro <laughs> yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. We've just gone ten thirty. Do 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 do